Just made sure our mics are on, so we are good to go. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. We are back with Fallout Asia. Um, I am GM Capricious Nature, and I'm joined here by my five wonderful players who are all able to make it. Um, and I am super stoked because initially we uh, we were not able to do a streaming session on this day or even tomorrow. Uh, but over at my job, I kicked my butt all week and I got everything done. So we are here to bring you guys some Wasteland Wondering. To start us off, I'm going to have our players introduce themselves. So Captain Mark, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, Captain Mark87 on the Discord. Uh, just call me Mark if you like, it's fine. Um, I'm here every Friday playing this. Saturdays in the in Capricious Cyberpunk game, and Sundays over at uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Heroes in Theory. And um, I think no, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us this evening. Always good to play. Alrighty, thank you, thank you, uh, Raven. Go for it. Yeah, I'm playing your now. I'm playing Camacho, your Wasteland Survivor Merc. Uh, you can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuervo. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Raven. Johnny, go for it. I am Johnny Drop over on the Discord. I will be playing Minsky, your Nurse Handy bot for the night. Um, you can find me here every Friday and Saturday. Uh, and if you'd like, you can check out my uh, SoundCloud at Arkson. Awesome, thank you. Uh, Logar. Hey, I'm Logar. Uh, I will be playing Val Jacobs, who is a um, survivor mercenary uh, who was born in America but was in Taiwan when the bombs dropped when he was a little baby. Uh, uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash logarthyogar, uh, twitter.com slash logarthyogar, and I have a new Instagram for my cat called Twig and Logar. Um, every Sunday on my Twitch channel, we play Dead, uh, we play uh, Starfinder, which is a game that's like D&D, but it's in space. It's very good. You should come. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And uh, go ahead, Tracy. Hi, I'm Tracy. You can find me at SteakPalm007 on uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, or Reddit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm playing uh, Dr. Ho Jian Yu, the eccentric scientist here, who travels the wasteland with his Brahmin. Such a cute plushie. I will never get over that adorable plushie. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is our uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful cast. I'm going to switch over to our uh, character names. There we go. Uh, so you can see we've got Sean Dalton. We've got Camacho. We have Minsky. We have Val. We have Gianni. 
what we're going to be starting off today with, just like last time, is we are going to have a wonderful little uh, journal entry coming in from Jianyu, and then I will do a quick recap. So go ahead. All right. <clears throat> uh, journal of Dr. He Jianyu, Tuesday, October 21st, 2110, day 1968. Today has been punctuated by the unexpected. It started as I planned with a solemn ceremony for Humia's 214th birthday. Unfortunately, that was interrupted by a wretched critter. It was a squirrel, but the back half was completely mutilated. The poor thing was crawling out of the house, leaving behind a trail of viscera and black, oily blood. We tried to put it out of its misery. Unfortunately, it seemed unaffected by physical trauma. Then Sean kicked it hard and sent it sailing 15 meters. But it kept crawling towards us. In the end, we left it under a heavy ceramic pot. The oily black substance is clearly the same thing that we found back in town. But what is the connection between the metal in the traveler's neck and the squirrel abomination? Did the black stuff reanimate the squirrel? Many questions and few answers. Using a magnet, I determined the substance was, in fact, ferrous, but that's about all we know. Uh, we only made it uh, to the Dragon Phoenix Temple before the weather forced us to seek shelter. Out front, I briefly prayed for a long, happy marriage and was interrupted by a few ghouls who were quickly dispatched. Poor souls probably came to pray as well. Camacho was concerned that the dead ghouls might get back up and wanted to burn them. If the black substance reanimated the squirrel, then it couldn't reanimate the dead traveler that we left back in town? This is a concerning thought. We must figure out what's going on. I was very much humbled to enter the temple proper. It's truly beautiful even after the years of disrepair. I felt compelled to tidy up the temple as best I can. Uh, while the others began looting the place, I could see Val was torn, though in the end ended up joining the looting. Uh, as I cleaned up, I noticed large piles of dung. They looked similar to the scat of wall dragons, but much too big. May Mazu protect us in our travels. Alrighty, thank you, thank you. Um, I totally space. I'm gonna drop them in our chat really quick uh, for our our links as well for myself. Uh, the only thing I really need to uh, mention, because I always mention the other ones, uh, is about our music today. Our music is being provided by Basecape Records and a thousand reasons. I'm linked over on. Bandcamp. Uh, but when it comes to our uh, our players here, yes, we have scat piles. Uh, we have a abandoned temple that has now been looted. They even found a working vending machine, but it seemed to have just empty bottles inside. Uh, and with our last glimpse during the uh, previous session, uh, Jianyu, who was sweeping up, decided to look up at the ceiling wondering what was that quiet noise in the background and uh, what that noise was was the soft chittering of the giant wall dragon that was curled up among the embossment on the ceiling. Uh, this giant wall dragon, although in reality they are adorable little critters, uh, in our game this thing was about 15 meters long. For any of you who are living over in the States, give or take 50 feet in length. 
Uh, we have our five players here. Only one person right now is aware that they are being watched from the ceiling. And that is where we are going to be picking back up. But before we jump into our gameplay, one of our wonderful players so graciously reminded me about our hunger and thirst and sleep and disease. So, uh, with our last encounter, uh, we had our ghouls, the three ghouls that were being dispatched. And after each scene in-game, uh, Modiphius has it set up that your hunger, your thirst, and your sleep will all go down by one. Um, as you folks can see on our overlay here, I'm not sure if it's very well visible on that side. It is not. Let me, let me fix it up for you folks. Uh, one of the things that I have put together over the last few months is this wonderful little uh, interaction screen where you can actually see all of our different player stats. And so each of the players has a hunger, a thirst, a sleep, disease, and fatigue. And as they are going through, they will be moving their tokens one down by one down by one down. Um, as you can see, we have one for each of our players. And uh, once I get all of this fully set up, uh, I will actually be releasing this onto our uh, cybernationuncensored.com and then tossing it up on the... Uh, on Reddit as well. So I wanted to share that with everybody as our players are moving their tokens. Um, one of the positives about this whole situation is that we do have a player who is immune to uh, to the effects of sleep and hunger, and so uh, our wonderful Minsky is not going to be impacted by this. So. We have one player uh, who is able to see what is up on the ceiling. What are you going to do, Gian? So, I have the stupidest plan ever, which is I'm going to like hold up my hand and kind of like try to get their attention, see if anybody like you know, like the, the, the be quiet kind of, you know, um, hand up and see if everybody like sees me. Okay. Um, I would like everybody, let's get our first rolls in. The four of you, please roll your perception and survival. Perception, survival. Do they notice your hand wave in the middle of their fun loot session? Minsky? <laughs> Minsky, what's going on here? I thought you had eye stocks. Oh, wait, yes. Perception uh, reduces the difficulty by one. Minsky, you pass. Good job. Uh, Camacho. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, Camacho also passes. Val, you don't notice anything. And Almost got a critical failure there with a 19 and a 13. Um, and Sean, 13, uh, you don't notice anything. So the two of you are very busy, but Minsky and Camacho, the two of you, notice uh, Gianni just kind of shaking his hand over in your direction. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like the uh, shh, you know, just like turn towards him and... Um, and I'm gonna kind of point up at the uh, at the lizard, 
right? Um, just um, pointed it out so that both of you would be able to look up and see it from where you're at inside the temple. So, my my brilliant plan here is, I was wondering if I could spend two luck to say the lizard has eaten recently and is not interested in eating us. And then I'd probably begin to pray to Mazu that we'd be safe and stand there silently until the rain goes away. Like, pretty much scared shitless. That, that would be a, a Chianyu style, you know, way of dealing with it. All right. I will... Let's see, what can we do for that? We do have, of course, the uh, luck of the draw introduce a lucky fact or detail to the scene. Um, what I will let you do is I will let you spend uh, one luck, and I'm going to have you roll on that luck. So go ahead and roll me uh, just a 1d10, or sorry, 1d20, um, and uh, it is going to be against your luck score. So what is your luck at? Oh, all right. Uh, my current luck? Well, or my, my uh, luck stat? Yeah, your stat. Okay. Then my luck attribute is a 10 and a single d20. All right, you made it. Um, so uh, it has eaten recently. It seems to be staring at you, and you can kind of see its jaw slowly moving and crunching down as... Uh, kind of the, the, the hoof of something is kind of hanging out of the corner of its mouth. You're not sure what it was, though. Alright, so, I mean, I, I'm going to stand there just kind of like, tell, like, motioning to people to, like, stay still and quiet, and like, basically praying to Mazu the whole time. Okay. Uh, and hoping the rain, the rain goes away fast. Alright. Uh, so you are standing there uh, praying. We've got minus two on the next roll from Lord Daniels. Thank you. I'll keep my eye on that. Uh, Camacho and Minsky, what are the two of you doing as he just kind of stands there and puts his hands together and starts praying? Uh, I get the end. No, go for it. Minsky. I was just gonna get um uh, get the attention of Sean and uh, and Bell. Hey Gringos, look up top. All right, the two of you they can hear a, her. You have a little pet. Yeah, and uh, both of you can look up as well after she points that out. You can see again there is the the hoof of some animal is just kind of hanging out of the side of its uh, its mouth as it seems to slowly chew and stare at all of you. Its eyes just kind of moving around and looking. Um, Val is going to take his rifle out, but not like aim in or anything, just hold it. So it's, you know, drawn. Um, and then not really do anything. Okay. Minsky is uh, going to take the mud fruit out of his lab coat place it on the ground, and slowly start backing towards the door. Uh, okay. Has the acid rain uh, reached us? Uh, yeah, it's raining outside. 
Okay, it's great. It's great. Is so there any smell it at the at the front of the temple? Is there a what? Is there is at the front of the temple, like outside? Say we were to immediately open the door. Is oh, there, there any no like overhang? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. Well, all right. Through the doorway, is there like an overhang? Kind of where the roof is over a bit. Um. Say enough to keep out the rain. If there isn't, can I use a can I use a luck point to say that there is? You can use a luck point because I do not remember there being one. Yep. We were there right That's after fair. rain. So, so I will do that and then uh, again attempt to back out quietly. And literally, what I want to do is go around the doorway and then just press myself against the wall and I will stand there until the acid rain stops but out of this thing's sight is the idea go ahead and roll me a agility sneak check DB is going to be a 2 oh and you got it and oh, our first AP nice. for the session we got a 1 um, and is that a tag skill or no no, it's not. No. All right. So we got uh, a one and a four. So that's three successes. And you get one AP to the party. Uh, but yeah, you very, very discreetly just kind of slink out the front and nobody knows <laughs> where you've gone. Uh, so we've got somebody sneaking outside. We've got somebody drawing a weapon. Minsky, you drop down a piece of fruit. Um, Camacho, what do you do after you get their attention? some place that's uh, defensible <laughs> or where I can retreat to. Uh, the best places to go uh, would either be A, outside, or B, you could climb into the little cubby where those uh, those statues of the gods are, uh, are located. Uh, that's a recessed area in the back. Back towards the door, like not into the rain, but um, as close as I can get without getting into the rain. All right. Yeah, you, you back out um, slowly towards the uh, the overhang that Sean is at, but uh, you do not see him. You were just kind of standing out there uh, under one of the underhangs, one of the pillars there. So just quietly raining outside. Um, all right, so the lot of you have decided to go with the, uh, the quiet route on this. And uh, let us go on here really quick and see. Second. Um, after about only about 40 minutes, uh, the rain starts to slowly dissipate outside. Um, and a lot of you can hear that uh, very, very gradually the rain stops pattering down onto the, onto the concrete uh, outdoors. Uh, Sean and Camacho, the two of you are outside, and I believe Minsky said that he was heading outside too. And so the lot of you uh, can see outside that what is happening instead is the those green kind of putrid clouds are just very quickly getting whisked, uh, whisked further into the mountains as some high winds start rolling into the area. So okay. what are all of you going to do? 
uh, I think at this point, Val is going to try to slowly walk out of the building. Yeah, Gianna's going to slowly walk over to uh, um, Dynamo, grab his leash, and then we're just going to kind of slowly walk on out. All right. Saying a few last prayers. <laughs> gotcha. Um, if you will all... Oh, and I should, leave some, I should leave some incense at this shrine. How many do you have left? I have six currently. Okay. How many are you going to leave? I think I should leave three. Yes. Right? That's the uh, custom. Yep. So that leaves me with three left. Um, but yeah, I'm going to leave three because clearly my prayers were answered. And so... You know, um, and we're going to walk out slowly. All right. Um, if you all will give me about 30 to 45 seconds, um, I need to uh, run to the bathroom really quick. I don't want to take a full bio break right now. Um, I had a little bit too much tea this morning. Um, so I'm going to let all of you uh, chat really quick about what is the next step that all of you are going to take. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And when I get back we will go from there. So give me one moment. I'll let all of you chat. Um, we just move on, I think. All right. Yeah, sure. I think we just, yeah, we're just going to... Uh... The, the point was to get to that uh, that white square yeah. uh, on the map. And, and uh... heads up, if we get into trouble of the more human variety later, because always lead them back to that temple. This is true. And then just take off. Yeah, we now we now have a corpse disposal service. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as speaking of that, uh, how do we make sure that this thing stays here while we leave? Oh well, we we don't. But there's no, no fruit did the trick. Clearly, we've we've left quietly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've left quietly enough that it might just go uh, and. Let us leave, you know, like I don't, it, it wouldn't. It just ate, so, and yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. covered in acid rain. Yeah. So it I think might. just move on. I think it'll just stay where it is. You know, there's, we'll cross that bridge if it, when we come to it. If it starts chasing us, then we'll have to, we'll have to bolt, but there's no, it, so there's no in, preventing uh, it from following us if it wants to, so there's no point worrying about it. In, We're in Monster Hunter, right now. Uh, you can throw um, blobs of poop at monsters that you don't want around. So I was thinking that uh, Jonu could maybe... I started thinking about just dabbing ourselves in the feces to um, get it to go away, but... Not um, what I was no. thinking of at all. That's where you wanted to go. That's fine. There's plenty of it. Uh, I thought maybe just a handful throwing at it. it. It smells the feces of another animal. It gets freaked out and it runs away. That's what I thought. You want to take a bath. Totally fine. I'm one of you, disguised. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats Walking your guys' boats. Um, if y'all want to cover yourself in poop, uh, I I don't think that'll be necessary quite yet. Yeah, I, th I think we're, I think we're I think too squishy to tangle with that lizard. Alright, no worries. Uh, so yeah, the, a lot of you have <laughs> excuse me, uh, snuck outside after the rain has uh, has subsided, and as I mentioned before, um, all of you can start feeling these uh, these pretty high winds kind of rolling in. You're, you're you're way up in these mountains right now, so you're pretty high altitude. 
um, but you can feel the high winds rolling in. And so uh, during strong winds, uh, we have a agility and ranged attack check modifier. So it's a plus one difficulty mm. uh, for any agility checks or any ranged attack checks for the duration. Uh, but all of you are now outside. You can see that this red temple you have now left mostly unmolested. I mean, you did steal a bunch of stuff, but it's it's still what? intact. Acquired, we stole cleaned stuff up acquired. that wasn't we cleaned up and we stole stuff that wasn't temple stuff. A combat I mean, helmet Minsky and a bunch of bullets. Minsky just used the vending machine. I don't know what you're on. <laughs> I mean allegedly acquired. Allegedly. Allegedly acquired. <laughs> um so yeah, you've got this uh <laughs> You've got the view now as you're exiting the temple. Uh, as I mentioned before, when Minsky was checking it out, you have this view directly over Sun Moon Lake with its extremely dark and murky water. Uh, you can see that there there's still some uh, raindrops falling on the uh, on the lake itself as the the, the the clouds slowly recede out, and the the waves start to ripple a little bit as the heavy winds come in. Uh, in front of the temple, you can take a right and go down the ramp there and go back towards where you guys came from, uh, towards the your original settlement, or you can take a left and continue your way into Sun Moon Lake proper, going in towards the reservation. Yeah, we've, uh, we've yeah that's, where, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Alright, so a lot of you head outside uh, towards the... Uh, towards the ramps there and you take a left and you start heading down and uh again you've got these very heavy clouds overhead they're they're blowing with this heavy heavy wind and you can see that the path ahead of you starts curving um and at this point all of you are close enough to the city where we don't have to make any survival checks to actually get there because you can now see the structures you can actually see some of those buildings standing up uh but that uh the rain possibly or something else has put out the fire and the smoke that you had seen just the uh the day before uh so there's no more smoke coming out of the city um I have a question I, yes so the place that we're going though is like a, a settlement it's not like an abandoned settlement it's not like a derelict settlement as far as our knowledge was before we got there so the area that you're heading into is the former Sun Moon Lake uh, resort. Um, I believe uh, Camacho, as well as Val, grew up in this area. You guys know that these buildings that are there are former settlements, but every single one of them, to your knowledge, have since been abandoned uh, due okay. to uh, the radiation, due to attacks from creatures and raiders and bandits and all that fun stuff. Uh, so the area has been, to your knowledge, pretty much deserted. Um, now, Jianyu, what I'm going to have you do is I would like you to roll... Um, let's do Intelligence Survival. Have you been down this road all the way into the colony uh, within the last uh, couple of years? Intelligence. Survival. Alright. 
Uh, you have not. We got a 17 and an 18. Almost got a complication. Uh, it's been quite some time since you've been here into uh, the resort area itself. Uh, but what I'm going to do right now on our roll 20 is I'm going to upload a uh, closer map uh, so that you guys can see a little bit more clearly about where you are. So give me one second. I'm going to find my file. Taiwan. There we go. Here's our Taiwan West and, map. Yeah. Uh, re real quick, was the, was the rain coming from the direction of the resort? Uh, the rain was coming from uh, the west, so out towards the uh, Taiwan Strait, mainland China, in towards uh, the east. Okay. All right, I've got... I wish I could just share my screen and have that work, uh, but that would... I don't think that would work very well. There we go. All right, let's get nice and zoomed in. Oh, crap. All right, um, so I'm going to leave that map where it's at right now. <laughs> um, I just looked at mine, and I don't have anything that is more zoomed in at the moment. Uh, but let me pull up my Google Maps. Snazzy Maps. There we go, Snazzy log in um and for any of you who are interested in the uh, the maps that are being used uh those little green tinted ones uh i will I, i've already requested that it be made public and hopefully uh the style guide itself uh will be released um, so build a map let's pull up my styles There we go. Um, but if you check out on snazzymaps.com, you can look up Fallout Pip-Boy Map, um, and it's under uh, Zach as the author. Uh, if it is fully public now, you should be able to do literally the exact same uh, styles that I've been using. Um, so let me pull this in, and I'm going to... There we go. Um, I'm going to pull up a closer map of the city proper. Just give me one more moment. It's being a little finicky right now. My Firefox is not liking it today. All right. Uh, so yeah, as you guys are moving into uh, the resort itself, there we go. Got a much better map now. Fly changes. Alright, now let me export this, and we will be good to go. Uh, so as you guys are rounding that corner, you can see that ahead of you, there's a lot more of these, a uh, lot more of these uh, houses and buildings. The area itself seems to be quite a bit more filled out. Uh, you know that there's still another couple of corners that you would need to take to get into the uh, the actual resort, uh, but you can see the remnants of some of these former settlements uh, that have been abandoned for quite some time. Uh, so what are all of you going to be doing as you start seeing these derelict buildings and settlements? Um, Val is going to be scouting things out because he's also looking for a, a family plaque. And I think I have the address of the house. 
Yes. So he's going to be uh, he's going to be trying to find uh, some kind of intersection or some kind of waypoint to figure out where he is and where he needs to go, as well as any uh, order stores that might have some uh, junk food in it. <laughs> Always on the lookout for oh, exactly junk food. Um, no. Okay, so you're scouting ahead. You're trying to be, uh, trying to actively look for any of these, any of these uh, like buildings, addresses as well. Because you said you're looking directly out for that address. So give me one second. I'm saving this up right now. Replace, yes, and then I can now upload it. Downloads Sun Moon Lake Resort, yes. And hopefully this will work and no more crashes. Um, all right, so what I would like you to do for me right now is please roll uh, Perception Survival. See if there's anything that you can discern out. Oh, hell yeah. All right, we got a nine out of five. Uh, so let me zoom in right here, and I will drop in a tiny little marker for you guys so that you can see where we are at on the map. There we go. So where you guys are at is right here. Uh, you've rounded that corner of that temple and you're heading on your way uh, this direction. You can see a lot of these old buildings, a lot of these old areas. And as you're looking around, uh, one of the things that you notice immediately is that there is a rest stop kind of homestay, uh, similar to what you guys had seen before um, off on your right hand side. Uh, the difference with this place, and again, this is a real place, and it's a pretty cool place, um, is that instead of apartment buildings or a hotel proper, uh, they actually use kind of like upscale trailers, little, uh, little trailers that you would attach to the back of a truck. Um, and they have set those up about 100 years ago uh, when they built the place originally. Um, and this place, uh, this place looks like uh, it was used for quite some time as a former settlement, uh, but has since been abandoned uh, within the last five to ten years. Uh, so you can see that off on your right hand side as you guys are moving up, and that would be right up here. Um, Val, without saying anything, is going to motion to the everybody else that he's going to go in there. Um, can I get everybody to give me perception survival check? What do all of you see as you're approaching this kind of open terrain with these old uh, <clears throat> these old trailers? So you've got Val with two successes already, so don't worry about re-rolling. Uh, Sean Dalton has a 19 and a 15, so that's a no. Minsky, uh, automatic success on that, so... Ooh, Dr. John. Double complication. Double complication. Two twenties. Ouch. Um, so, if I recall our rules correctly, uh, you can use 
Misfortune. Uh, using luck, you can re-roll uh, one of your 2d20s. Or two of your 2d20s. Do you want to re-roll? I don't think so. I get, I've already spent a lot of luck. All right. Um, so as uh, as all of you are heading over, uh, Camacho, you don't really notice anything in particular. You're just kind of looking around, keeping your keeping your eyes out for anything that might be might be moving. Uh, Sean, same thing. You're just trying to keep a lookout. Uh, Minsky, you're able to see that uh, the the difference between these two areas. Uh, there is this kind of uh, it's kind of opening that leads to a drainage canal that uh, runs straight in towards uh, towards the city, um, and it also runs out into the uh, the lake itself. So it's kind of a uh, an overflow dike uh, that stops flooding for the camp area. Uh, but the problem is, is that uh, Jianyu does not see that area. Uh, he does not notice that there is this roughly four foot open gap uh, between his walkway and stepping onto the platform to go into this camping area. And go ahead and roll me a uh, agility athletics, please. And we'll see if uh, you're able to gracefully save yourself with a DB of two. Or will you <laughs> fall in? Oh, agility athletics. It, it, not gonna happen. You do have an AP if you want to buy an advice, or you can buy it from you the also, GM. You can also use your... Can't you use a luck point to use your luck stat instead? Yeah, I, mean, I just don't want to use my luck. That's why I didn't really right, right. I. We have one AP? You have one AP. You can buy one extra dice, or you could buy it from me. Give me an AP. Yeah, I'm just going to okay. do it flat out. No. A 7 and a 19. Uh, that is a third uh, combination. We have a minus 2, don't we? Uh, yes, you can use that minus 2 on the 19 if you want to avoid a third complication. Is that a yes? Or I could use it on a 7 and actually get a success in a complication. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, whichever one. But two success. Uh, let's get rid of that complication with a minus 2. All right. Uh, so thank you, Ward. Uh, we've got your uh, your minus two from our chat. Thank you very much. Uh, folks in chat, please don't forget, we've got a bunch of different things you can bring into there. Uh, minus twos, plus twos, critical injuries, pointless things, uh, hollow tapes, NPCs, and plot twists, both positive and negative. Uh, so... Jianyu doesn't notice this gap. Luckily, he doesn't get injured, but he does fall down into this gap. Uh, go ahead and roll me a 1d10, and let's see, is this already flooded in from that rain, or was the rain not enough to start filling up that drainage ditch? Or sorry, 1d20. 1d20. Oh, d20. Sorry. Uh, that is above your luck. Uh, you fall in, and you get drenched in this acid rain uh, that had been washed off from the road, that had been washed off from the campsite, that is starting to drain out into the, uh, the lake itself. Uh, so what I would like you... Actually, you don't need to do that. I need to do that. Um, I'm going to be rolling 2d6 for the damage. Uh, you take 
three points of poison damage. As you fall down in this four-foot gap, get covered by this muck and acid rain, um, and it, it starts setting into... Setting into... Um, Sean would already be uh, halfway over there to pull him out of the ditch, I think, by the time he's gone in. Um, I have a survival kit, and I would like to use it to make some rope. Perfect. Go ahead and take a use off mm. of your survival kit. Uh, for those of you who are that's curious, that's the first time I've used it. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are curious, what the heck is a survival kit? That is in our uh, Fallout Asia supplement that I have put together. It's hosted over on Cybernation. Uh, uncensored.com and the survival kit allows a user a bunch of different uses for just random stuff that's not in the core rulebook uh, so Val you take out your survival kit you start pulling out some of this nylon rope um, and you start lowering it down to uh, Jianyu uh, so Jianyu go ahead and give me a strength athletics check to start climbing out of that ditch using this rope yeah I'm doing awesome you are doing um, awesome. Cool day. Um, it's gonna be a DB one. Strength athletics. Strength athletics. Yep. Lifting, pushing, pulling, jumping, running, swimming. I'm assuming climbing is included in that. Yeah. I don't have a great role on this. Um, Does that? I'd be probably they, trying to help him out if he needs assistance with it. Yeah, but I have to get a success for you to like the assistance to count. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm gonna spend the AP and All right. goodbye AP. Let's hope you'll be missed. No. <laughs> I am rolling so much. A 19, an 18. You'd be winning D&D if we were playing D&D. We'll just think of it like that. I'd be trouncing it. So yeah, you reach up, you start pulling on that rope, and you start trying to climb yourself out, and as you are doing this, Val doesn't seem to realize just how beefy Jianyu is. He's a skinny guy, but he's covered in equipment and clothing and Val, that rope slips out of your hand as Jianyu falls right back into the water and takes... Oh god! Uh, two more damage and you are now persistent poison. One damage. Um. So did, did Val drop the rope? Yes, it came out of your hand. Okay, can it I fell use, back into the water. Can I can I use uh, a luck point to uh not drop the rope? Like I and I don't mean like to save him from falling into the water. I mean to not have to like to not lose lose the rope is what I meant. Did he lose the rope? Uh all right, yeah, you can uh you can use a luck point. It doesn't come out of your hand, it instead falls out of Gianyu's hands as Gianyu slips back down into the water. <laughs> Okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah. right, so, um, Jianyu, you are you are now poisoned, uh, which means that later we're gonna have to roll for a disease. Uh, you are also injured after oh, falling into there twice. Um, 
Go ahead and give me a perception roll. Uh, perception survival. As you try and get this muck and this acid rain out of your eyes. I need to roll better. Please, for the love of God, no more complications. Otherwise, somebody's losing an oh eye. God. An 18 and 11. Uh, you can't seem to get this shit out of your eyes. You can't really tell where you're at. You just know that you are very wet and in a lot of pain. And uh, you can start feeling that burning. Uh, Val, you've um, been trying um, to rescue him with a rope. What the heck are the rest of you all doing as you <laughs> headed into the camp? I'll grab a hold of the rope as well. And I am just trying to try and pull him like brute. Just tug him out of there. So I Dead, uh, deadlift him if I have to. He 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 doesn't know where the rope is though. He let go of the rope and he's got poison in his eyes. Oh, so I was gonna like jiggle the rope and like hit him with it so that like he would know that that's where the rope is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That's that was that was my plan, and then me and Dalton could try to pull him out. Okay. Uh, Minsky, what are you going to be doing? Uh, Minsky's probably going to be looking around for maybe a, a, a different way out for him okay. that, that he could guide him to. Alright, go ahead and give me a perception survival check. And Camacho, what are you doing? I'm going to be scanning around while these guys are trying to help him out. Um, make sure that no one sneaks up on us. Alright, go ahead and yes, give me okay. perception survival as well. Where he's fallen into this ditch, mm -hmm. he's, like, he said it was like a drainage ditch that they dug in and set up there. Is it just dug into the ground, or is it dammed up at either end by something? Or? Uh, so, um, what's... Minsky can tell one success. So we have, uh, or sorry, two successes. We have a two and a two, um, and the DB was a one, so he gets a AP on there. Um, good job, Minsky. You're loading the team up with APs. Um, and Camacho, we've got a eight and an eighteen. All right, so will be successful as well. Um, what Minsky can see, uh, looking around, trying to figure out what the heck this is. Uh, so here in Taiwan, what happens is, is that in rural roads and mountain roads, you have your flat asphalt uh, road, right? Then you have literally a 90 degree angle straight shot down. Um, and depending on where you are in, uh, in the mountains, it could be uh, like a meter deep it could be five meters deep uh then it's about uh maybe two meters wide and then it's straight shot 90 degrees back up and then it goes back in so it is uh it is literally cemented asphalted into the road uh it's used to deal with the typhoon rains that we get um and uh when we get in pretty heavy rains you can literally walk over and see what looks like an active current uh pulling everything it's pretty crazy uh, and that's what he's stuck in right now, and it's filled with acid rain. Uh, so Minsky, what you can see from that is uh, further down, um, it would take him uh, fumbling around, it would take him about a minute. Uh, but further down uh, on the side of that camp, you can see that there is a old ladder that's kind of built into the side there, uh, used for people who go down and then pull trash out from the old dam areas. Uh, so you can tell that there's a ladder further down the way. 
Um, and Camacho, you can tell that in the area uh, with these high winds, there's a lot of stuff rustling around, but you don't see any people or any things moving around directly in your sight. So that you don't find any enemies. So uh, Val and uh, and <laughs> Val and Sean, you're kind of uh, smacking him in the face with the rope, and Minsky can see a ladder further down the pathway. What are you guys going to do? Oh shit! We got a, a hollow tape from Vampire Bites. We'll have to load that in a little bit later. Um, as for the, as soon as I hear a tug on the other end, I'm shouting to tie tie it around himself, and then we will just hoist him out. Alright, so Gianni, you feel this smacking against your face. And uh, Minsky, what were you saying? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna point out to the group that like we don't need to uh, fully pull him up, just, uh, just elevate him above the water so we can guide him over to the ladder. So he points out the ladder to you guys. If you pull him up uh, about about two feet to get out of that water, you could like pull him along the side of it. I think that would hurt a lot, but uh, <laughs> you, you could do it. Might it might be easier to just, to just pull him out at that point. Like how yeah. how deep is it? Uh, yeah. It's about two feet deep. Yeah, I think it'd be easier to just hoist them up between the two of us. We'll be all right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the yes, drainage maybe. ditch? How how deep is the drainage ditch? Yeah. Oh, the drainage ditch is about 10 feet. Oh. Yeah. That's why he got injured when he fell in. It goes pretty deep. This uh, this camp was pretty fancy, and they even, like, built up their own little hill thing. It, it, it was cool. I'll show you guys pictures later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah so special. I think our best bet is to have Gianni wrap it around himself, and we try to pull it out. And, uh, oh shit, why are we trying to pull it out? Let's tie it to the cow. <laughs> so Val runs word, and uh, and starts to try to push Dynamo. Oh god! He starts to try to like coax Dynamo to come over to the side of the thing. So I guess he grabs him like by the collar. Does Dynamo have a collar? And like a yeah, like, a, like lead? a leash thing and yeah. All right. So what I'm going to need Jianyu to do, uh, Jianyu and Val, both of you, please give me a. Uh, um, you can choose either intelligence or agility with survival, um, for tying on that rope on either end. And then oh. I'm going to roll for dynamo. Intelligence. Because Brahmin are pretty fucking strong. Yeah, body six, Ah, finally I got some success. Yes, you've got an eleven and a three. Val, what do you get? Uh what did you what did you want from me? Either intelligence or um agility and survival. Okay, so it's gonna be agility and survival. Alright, you got a success. You got a three and a twelve. Alright, so both of you tie off that rope on either end, and we've got our wonderful Brahmin uh, body of six, and so I'm going to be rolling a d20 and seeing if Dynamo can successfully yank him out. 
<laughs> Woo! All right, you lucked out. That is a five. Uh, you tie that thing on and kind of pull Do or, uh, Dynamo, and Dynamo literally drags you up the side of this like concrete ditch, and you get pulled over on the other end. Mm. Um, still dripping this acid rain, and uh, because you do have a persistent damage, I need you to take another poison damage, please. All right. Um, and this is persistent, so you need uh, you need to uh, you need to heal that somehow. Doesn't persistent just stop after a few rounds? Let me double check. I don't know. I I haven't played with it much. I haven't either. So let's find out. Uh, damage effects Ooh. persistent. If one or more effects are rolled, the target suffers the weapon's damage again at the end of the next and subsequent turns for a number of rounds equal to the number of effects rolled. Okay, so that was just one effect, so this will be the only persistent damage that you take. All right. All right, so uh, one more damage. Yep. All right. So, yeah, yeah you're... So uh, yeah, you're pretty burned up. Uh, this acid rain has literally eaten away at your clothing and the tarp and the equipment that you're carrying. It's eaten away at your skin. You're not smelling or looking too good. Uh, but Dynamo oh, seems oh, to Oh, 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 crap! It's eating my, my polyspectrometer! Get it off! <laughs> the polyspectrometer, oh no! <laughs> it's my polyspectrometer! Oh, oh no, God, where are we gonna find? We'll never find another one of those. Um, who had, uh, who's got the Brahmin milk? Oh, it's, it's uh, okay. The, uh, the acids, the acid only lasts for that one round. So it's all good. Oh, okay. So I was, gonna, I was gonna douse him in Brahmin milk, uh, to neutralize the poison, but I guess... No, I but I probably, I probably need a snack or something. Yeah. uh, yeah, I took some damage. Um, yeah. So, like, five or six damage? Yeah, yeah, I took six. I meant nine. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Uh, Minsky would pull a, the, the stim pack he has out of his lab coat and oh, offer let's it. Let's not use a stim. Stim pack's kind of a lot, right? Yeah, uh, no, not right now, Minsky. We, we can. Those are pretty good things. I mean, uh, I, I think I'll just uh, have a bite to eat or something. What the heck do I have? I also have some food. Let's see. But it's listed in a different section than the cooking station. I'll just sit down and have a can of cram, my bet. <laughs> That'll probably do it. Eating it with his bare hands, still covered in this <laughs> gross ass shit. I'm going today! This has not been a good day for Gianyu. Takes an acid bath, gets pulled out of a ditch wow. by his cow, and just immediately opens up a cram and starts. I'm, like, I'm freaking hungry. I'm eating here. <laughs> I'm eating here. I'm eating here. I'm, I'm taking it. Um, I'm taking it. Would a uh, would a medicine check? Does do medicine checks heal hit points? Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah, they can. First aid can. Its default special attribute is intelligence. You might use agility to perform surgery. Uh, medicine is the skill that covers all medical applications, so it does not directly heal unless you have a healing ability oh. or item. 
No, it's okay. um. It says there's a, an ability of regaining health where you can use the first aid action to heal a character's yeah. health, passing an int medicine test, healing a number of HP equal to your rank in the medicine skill. Yeah, so that would be that yeah. would be a, a perk itself, so it's not just a regular check. No, I, no, it's I not, think it's, it's not part of the perk. It's a yeah, page perk thirty-four is, is where. I was on page four. That's right. Uh, and if that's the case, that is absolutely what I will be doing. All right. uh, that's probably the better choice. Intelligence medicine. For poisons and diseases, you may assist the patient's endurance plus survival test to help recover medical attention. Single character can provide medical attention for a number of patients with medicine reading. So that's at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, pa no, no, it's page uh... 34, regaining health. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the medical attention. Jesus. Alright, you can use first aid action to heal a character's health. Press pass intelligence medicine test to heal a number of HP equal to your rank. An additional one HP for every AP you spend. You can only HP heal HP of a stable character. Good call. Thank you, because that literally doesn't exist in Cyberpunk, and we have had so many injuries. <laughs> and no way to heal them. Know. It's the future, so the bullets are the better. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, go ahead and roll me a intelligence and medicine check, please. Can I assist? Uh, if he gets a success, yes. All right, uh, so that is a tag, a three and a nine, so that's another AP. And uh, Camacho, you can totally go in and assist. Uh, roll a 1d20 against your intelligence medicine. Oh. You got another success. Uh, you got a seven. Uh, so yeah, you are healed up uh, quite well by the two of them giving you medical attention. Um, Minsky's medicine is a four. Uh, so that would be 4 HP, and Camacho's is a 3. Um, so that would be an assistance... God, what would that be? Would that just be another 3? Again, would it be a 3, yeah. or would it be the AP she generated gives 1 extra HP? That would be, I, yeah, I would be just the say AP, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that also gives you guys an AP, because that is a success on top of success. So you have 3 AP, uh, and you have been healed up five points of health, and you're eating your cram as oh, well, shit. as they're giving you medical attention, stuffing your face with your dirty hands. The two of them are coming over, trying to help fix you up. This is so... <laughs> so tasty. Garbage. So tasty. Just crying into like a baloney. box. After <laughs> <laughs> After we do that, I'm going to reach into my bag and then look over at Val and just kind of shake this box of um, sugar bombs. Then I'll throw what, it in this what, direction. What's up? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, macho. For a favor, for a favor at a later date. Ooh, I like that. So uh, we are now know, officially but... playing Animal Crossing, <laughs> um, and you're giving gifts for happiness tokens. Uh, <laughs> sugar bombs. 
You can see over Val's head two little hearts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the lot of you are are officially pulled him out of the ditch. Um, you can all now very much so see this drainage canal that runs the length of the uh, of the road, and uh, hopefully won't fall into it again. Um, and you guys can see this camp, and uh, the camp itself, as I said, it's uh, it was definitely a former settlement. You can see some uh, some fencing that goes around the area. There's a gate uh, that's there, um, and the gate uh, gate is still closed. Uh, there's some very old, ragged kind of barbed wire running down. Uh, down the length of this fencing uh but there are still some uh some of these wonderful little uh trailers that are there uh doors seem to be closed still um and there are let's see d6 there are six trailers that are still left there um hmm. so what do you guys want to do do you want to try and enter this camp you're gonna have to get uh around or through or above the uh the gate and the barbed wire. Do you want to keep moving on? No. Head to the camp, I guess. See what we can... Well, we'd have to break our way in, right? Yep. Sure. Yeah, I think we can just skip it. Up to you guys. I probably... How high is this gate? Uh, it's about 8 feet tall. 2 meters. Oh, I'll clear that. With barbed wire on top? Yeah. You're going to clear it. You're just going to jump. <laughs> not, not like, you know, NFL combine. like Stand vertical. still, <laughs> backflips, eight feet yeah. in the air, and lands. No, <laughs> Sean, Sean says that, and Val's like, all right, fine, maybe we won't skip it. Jump! <laughs> Do it! No, I uh, climb up. And then um, using a use of the survival kit, um, some, uh, I don't, I'm calling it here because I don't think, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's like um, clippers, like wire, wire cutters as an item in the rest of the I mean, We have multi-tools. The yeah, multi tool would have a clipper on it. Yeah, I, it would have some it. kind of wire cutter. That's like I, I believe my multi. Yeah. It's like a leather. But memory. it's still really. Di yeah, I think that's pretty much exactly what it is. Okay. No, that's fair enough then. Um, yeah, so I mean, you could take the multi tool and climb up there with one hand, snip the barbed wire, and then I guess. Well, if you I cut, you only have to cut one part of the barbed wire and it would. Just pull it wide open at that point. No, there it's one coil of barbed wire going around the top. Yeah, but... yeah, but it, it, <laughs> it, no, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Like, it's, I, sorry, it, like it, it's like a coil. So like if it's coiled and it's attached, it's probably attached at like several points. So if you clip one, the other side of the coil is going to be held up. So it might go like this, like a little bit. But it's not going to give you room to get through unless you clip the you other side. Multiple aid. spots. That might work. You guys hey. have never scaled and crossed barbed wire. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Nope. You throw a blanket over the top of it. Yep. There you oh, go. Would it help if I take my lab coat over it? <laughs> I, I didn't think we had one, but yeah. I mean, well, lab coat might work. Wait. 
Can Minsky just fly over it? How's that work? Uh, no. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> allow him to fly. It kind of just hovers over the ground. Okay. The two of you just pitch Minsky over the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I good. John, would, but no, I do, I do have a lab coat. Minsky, if he could borrow the lab, lab coat, then yeah. And, and I actually, in my inventory, I've got some torn up old clothes that I found in the temple. I could probably pad, pad it down with. All right, so first and foremost, give me athletics and uh, endurance check for climbing up the side of this fence. Uh, don't forget, we still have another minus two in chat. And vampire, I haven't forgotten about your uh, your hollow tape. Don't worry. Do you want to use the minus two? Um, I'll take an extra dice. All right. So you want to use an AP? Yeah, just one. All right, got it. Hey. You have a critical failure and a success. That is a 20. <laughs> and a 7. If you use that negative 2, it won't be a failure. A He'd need failure. to have two negative 2s to take away post, post roll. We only have yeah. one minus 2. Oh, no. I... So, Sean, what uh, uh, application buddy. Oh, uh, we have uh, three more minus twos. God damn it, people! Really, really. All right. Do you want to use a minus two? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> cheap, cheap. All right. I'll I'll take it. I guess. All right. So you have an eleven, an eighteen, and a seven. So you climb up the side of this fence. You almost, uh, as you as you get to the top, you almost loop your hand into the barbed wire to pull yourself over, and then you're like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> Don't do that." <laughs> um, so what are you going to do? Are you going to snip the wire? Are you going to throw the lab coat over? Are you going to throw old clothes over? Are you going to throw your sleeping roll over? What are you going to do? Uh, the the old clothes are fine because I don't have a use for them otherwise, but it should be enough right. to to pad it out. Yeah. All right, uh, so you toss the old clothes over and you start pulling down. Uh, go ahead and uh, what's your luck stat? Luck attribute? Four. A four? Go ahead and roll me a uh, 1d20. I don't know. Hey! A critical failure. Awesome. Uh, so as you uh, as you are pulling down on these clothes to make sure that it covers the barbed wire, they just kind of go... And strip straight through. Uh, the uh, the clothes are now shredded junk. Nah, they were junk anyway. Alright, um, I tried a lab coat, I guess. Right. <laughs> Just going for everyone's wardrobe. <laughs> Trying All to get right. over this fence. Uh, you throw the lab coat over. over. Uh, go ahead and roll me another 1d20. Yeah. Oh, A 16. All right. So uh, you throw it over and uh, the lab coat kind of holds there as you're as you're uh, pulling down on it um, and it does not strip through. Um, so the lab coat's kind of holding it on top. It's caught on the barbed wire. Uh, you can try climbing over now. Yeah, yeah I'll do so. All right. Um, so as you climb over, uh, 
you climb over and you kind of drop down behind this uh, this gate. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, perception as well. I keep forgetting it's two stats, not one. <laughs> this is Fallout, not Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh my god. These rolls. We're all cut. We're all cursed this evening. Oh my lord! Uh, so we got we got an eight and a critical failure of twenty. Um, I'm not even a player in this game. It's as fair as any other view. Yes. Wait, isn't this this isn't Cyberpunk? I'm out. I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, bye. Bye. Yeah, not Cyberpunk. It's escape. <laughs> um. So uh, you can use two minus twos. Uh, from chat again, uh, or you can accept your critical failure on the perception check. Uh, what do you like to do? What Actually, what I'll do, because I don't want to continually... I, ju I just thought like a critical failure on a barbed wire, all it's going to do is just damage me, and I, it wouldn't be interesting. But if I can take one of the, the, the minus twos and apply it to the other dice, so I've got one success and one crit failure, I'll do that, and we'll see what happens. All right, we'll do that. Uh, so uh, these two, we've got one from Other Sandman, so thank you, Johnny, and one from Raven. Uh, all right, so you reach over, um, and as you are looking around, uh, if the nomads keep going like they are, this is what Cyberpunk's becomes. Yes, we've already talked about that in chat. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk goes nomad, will eventually become Fallout, uh, Fallout Nomad, if, if they keep doing what they're doing. Um, so you look around, and you actually notice that the uh, the gate, uh, it was unlocked. And so uh, <laughs> uh, you reach over um, with, your, uh, with your critical failure, and uh, you start opening the gate, and uh, you jam the gate in, and uh, it is now relocked itself. Uh, so the gate nice. seems to be jammed closed because you kind of tried pulling it too hard, um, and it has come off its track. So it was unlocked, uh, and now it's jammed, jammed closed. I like. No one was close enough to notice. I'm like, oh, <laughs> rusted shut. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this is this Jack or is this Sean? It, we're bordering on Jack territory with with how ridiculous this situation is. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> A turn. I'll turn around for a second then, because I don't want to. Um, is there any movement behind me at all? Uh, no. Uh, the camp seems to be deserted. Okay. So you are you are over here, um, right here, and uh, I'm actually gonna move the little nuclear cap. Uh, you guys can see right here that there's these four structures. If you zoom in on it, uh, there's uh, one. Uh, two, three, and four right here. Uh, that's literally where you are at right now, uh, is you are over over that space. And uh, what you can see on the left, that big one there, uh, seems to be kind of like a little mess hall at one point in time that was left behind. Uh, the two there are these six little trailers, and then the one off to your right. Um, it actually looks like what, what used to be concrete tubing, uh, the kind of stuff that they install under roads for, like, uh, 
for, for draining. Um, and somebody has converted that into a little uh, little uh, habitat. It's got a little curtain on the front that's kind of waving in the high wind. Hmm. How rusted over is the rusty gate? Uh, it was not rusted over. It was still functioning until you interacted with it. And you accidentally right. pulled it off track. Is it fixable with maybe a, a repair check? It would be or fixable some with a repair check. Yes. Or some concussive. Uh, maybe, 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 uh, maybe, maybe a boy will come in with his, uh, with his multi-tool and, and make a repair check. All right, boy. Go ahead. Make the jump. Um, I think the multi-tool gives me a bonus to something. I think it reduces repair check difficulty by one. Well, you're going to need to yeah. get the uh, endurance athletics check first. To do what? To climb over the gate. The Why track is on the inside. It? The track is not on the outside. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, there would be no point to a security gate. Well, no. I mean, it could be pretty... You gotta jump. So... Alright, what was it what was it? Endurance what? Yep, endurance uh endurance athletics. Right. Uh I just love all these rolls today. Everybody turns around and looks at everybody's like, now I'm not real confident about what's about to happen. <laughs> but I'm gonna climb up over this fence and fix it from the inside. You hear uh, yeah, Dino. Go for it. <laughs> um, all go. right. Uh, so, yeah, we got a three and a, uh, a two. Uh, that will nice. generate us one AP. So you guys are back up to three again. Um, and you're able to uh, pretty pretty adeptly scale this uh, this barbed wire fence. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty obvious. Uh, you've done this before. Um, you just kind of monkey your way over it. Uh, you're even able to successfully push down the lab coat without pulling it as you go over and kind of whoop, pop over and drop down right next to uh, right next to Sean. And so you can see Sean. Uh, is... Sean. <clears throat> oh, Sean on the back is like, well, thanks for blazing the trail, I, I guess. Just good bloody fix it. Fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> The multi-tool. Yep, repair I can't, uh, I can't. intelligence. And the multi-tool uh, reduces the difficulty by one, if I remember correctly. Double check. Yeah, that's what I noted down. <sighs> All right. Multi. This is going to take 45 minutes to find in the, uh, <laughs> in the uh, book. Page 181. Multi-tool, and I will draw my weapon and keep an eye on the camp while he's doing that, so that nothing comes up behind us. Okay. So yeah, um, multi-tool so reduce the difficulty of repair test by one. Uh, the DB was two, um, and um, uh, so can I use a minus two? Uh, you would need two minus twos from chat. Do we still have two left? We do not. Why do I need two of them? Because you've already rolled. Oh, 
Yep. So uh, you pull out that multi-tool and you're like, oh, I've got this. I scaled the fence. It's all good. And then you get down and you realize that uh, Sean not only uh, pulled the pulled the bottom wheel off of this track, but it seems to have cracked He doesn't the know wheel. that. He doesn't know that. Oh, sorry. Uh, it seems like that. the... Uh, <laughs> it seems as if the wheel itself was pulled off track by an unknown mysterious force. Um, and the wheel, uh, which had at one point in time been this polymer plastic, is broken because it's shitty polymer plastic that's like a hundred years old and just went through acid rains for the last hundred years. Uh, it, it's cracked and it's off track. You don't seem to be able to fix it back together with the tool. Fuck. Fuck. So what are you guys going to do? I mean, I well, guess a lot of us could just grab it and try to force it open. It's not locked. It's just not going to move well when it's not on the track. So that is we true. just need to get it, like, Brahmin-wide. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, could we? Oh, go ahead. I'll make a strength check. Could we all yes. make a strength check? So to what's going to happen is this is going to be a group test. And because this is a heavy-duty gate, it is going to be a DV4 uh, to get it to open that wide. So what's going to happen is, is that one of you are going to start the strength athletics check, and then the remainder of you that are helping will roll 1d10 if they get a success. Can we? Who has good strength? Make the gate to the cow. And have the cow walk parallel to the fence to pull it along the, the track. The cow would fall into the ditch. <laughs> Wow. And then you'd right. have to pull My... a Brahmin out of a 10-foot Oh, no. Inch. Yeah, no good. No, we, we would just lose yeah, that no cow. Good. Yeah. Bye, Dynamo. No, no. no. Um, We'd have to spend a whole day, like, rigging up stuff to kick, haul it out or something, you know. <laughs> just like a, a system of pulleys just to haul a cow yeah. out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, my strength athletics is eight altogether. Camacho, what do you have? Mine is six. I got four. <laughs> I think Camacho's got the highest. Wasn't it nine or a ten? Is your, strength. Yours higher. Strength is five. What? Strength athletics. Pulled them together. Oh, strength and athletics. It's eight. Eight. Okay. Same as me. Yeah. So Minsky? you you can take it. It's fine. I've I've jinxed this enough. You roll. <laughs> Minsky, what do you got? Strength athletics. Uh, six. Okay. All right, so um, <clears throat> we've got Camacho. Uh, they, they're shouting over, like, Camacho, just pull pull the gate. And so you come on up, you grab the, you grab it, you start pulling. So go ahead and roll me strength athletics check. And if you get a success, You should use then... an AP on that. Do we have any yeah, AP? we've got three AP. Yeah. So you use one AP or... You can use one you can uh, to get one extra dice, or you can use all three AP to get two extra dice. What do you guys think? Two? Yeah, go for two dice. Yeah, go yeah, for just it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget, guys, you can always buy AP from your uh, your benevolent gate master. We did not forget. Okay. Just reminding you. <laughs> Kindly. Um, all right, so we got two successes... Uh, Camacho is, is pulling and yanking, and, uh, she's, she's fucking jacked. She's moving this thing. You guys can see it starting to scrape on the ground, but she needs help. 
Uh, Jianyu attempts to give a hand and fails miserably. His hands slip off. Uh, Minsky's little talons try to grab on and it slips off. Uh, Sean on the inside, you grab one of the internal bars and you're pulling. And Val? Can I use a minus two? Uh, we do not have any minus twos in chat. We've learned through all of them. So go ahead, make your roll. Okay. No, we've got the, uh, the player receives a holotape. It's the only remaining one. Oh, okay. So, Camacho and Sean, the two of you, uh, seem to be the, uh, the, the, the brawn behind the rest of the team. Uh, but the two of you can't seem to get this thing all the way open. You're able to scooch it open maybe about a foot and a half, maybe two feet wide. It might be enough to uh, shimmy a person through if they go in sideways, but it would not be enough for Minsky or for uh, uh, the Dino. God. Um, could, I, could I do it like a, a science check to see if I could maybe um, use my cane to create a, a sort of leverage <laughs> yeah. point? A, a lever, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll me a... Uh, Intelligence, uh, intelligence science, sure. Hacking, programming, <laughs> brewing chems, using canes. We'll, we'll add that one to the list. I'll let Modifius know. <laughs> Liberally applied physics. Yes. <laughs> uh, two successes. Uh, so you're able to kind of jam your, you, you grab the cane and you're just like, I think this might work. You jam it in there and start pulling as well. Um, now, for the rest of you, you guys can give me a strength athletics. Uh, there's already two successes. Uh, we just need two more to get that gate open. Because uh, Minsky has um, added in a, uh, a new... Uh, what's that called? New facet? I don't remember what the word was. Uh, Sean, you're successfully pulling. Your muscles are straining. Oh, one time did two. Uh, yeah, uh, fails and fails. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. Camacho, oh god, critical failure! <laughs> use a luck point! Use a luck point! I use a luck. Okay, you can reroll. Oh, Complications. <laughs> you guys would be beating the shit out of D&D right now, but uh, that's, it's, not in, it's not in the dice stars for you. So Camacho, go ahead and reroll it. Um, and then Val's still waiting on you. Nice. Uh, success. We've got four, right? Uh, that yeah, we've got four. Yeah. Uh, so before uh, <clears throat> before Val even gets his slippery fingers onto the gate, uh, Minsky leading the way uh, with Camacho and Sean, uh, the three of you were able to get this gate <clears throat> pulled open uh, wide enough to get Dynamo through. Um, and you guys can see that the uh, the the wheels on the bottom uh, they are now completely destroyed. It does not look like this gate is going to be able to be closed very easily. Uh, even more difficult than it was to open. But you now have an open gate. You've got six little uh, six little trailers. You've got uh, some cement tubing that looks like it was used as a habitat. You have what looks like a former mess hall. Um, and uh, you can see that the uh, the wind is still whipping uh, whipping the clouds up further into the mountains. 
And as you are, uh, as you guys are walking into that area, hold on one second. Uh, you can feel that uh, the reason that you have this massive, massive push of wind is because you can feel the temperature immediately start to rise. And so you are now in a heat wave. Temperatures rise and hit the area hard, fast. Any and all physical activity makes you more exhausted. Every creature, so every living creature, gains one fatigue. For every additional hour spent out in the heat, you gain an additional fatigue. So everybody, Oof. please go on to our roll 20. Go to your hunger, thirst, sleep, disease, fatigue. You're going to move hunger, thirst, sleep down by one, because we have completed a new scene, and you will all be adding one fatigue. Everybody except for Minsky, whose pimp cane has saved his day. Silly meat bags, heat the shawl. Now, uh, before we continue on, this is where we're going to take an official bio break. Uh, Vampire has been throwing in all of these, uh, all of these wonderful uh, minus twos. We also have a holotape coming up soon if our players are so inclined to search around. Um, but we are going to take a bio break. We will be back in a few minutes, everybody. Uh, please hold tight. And uh, I'm going to leave our microphones hot in case any of our players want to chat with the audience. All right, mics are hot. We are on our uh, <clears throat> on our break screen. We will be back in just a few minutes, folks. Cool. <gasps>
What's a ray? What? What's a ray? Man, we have been rolling so bad. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> we 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 we're in the wrong game today. We're yeah. in we're in we're in big trouble. We're in big boy trouble. Yeah, at this point, I'm. Um, if you want me to fight people, talk to people, or drive a car, I'm quite good. Other than that, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, don't ask me to do strength athletics rules. It just doesn't work. Apparently, perceptuals. <laughs> Can always create a fulcrum point, but that's uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that guy want it? Uh, yeah, Cap, we're we're definitely doing the negative plot twist to ourselves. I don't think it's necessary to be uh, you know, dumping anything on us at the moment. Hey, 
they doing over there? I've just got the, another tab open over at um, Outworld Sounds because they're live at the moment, right? And their room, the room, or at least the room that they broadcast from, is like the one I always pictured having when I was like 18. It's fucking rad. There's just neon everywhere, blinking lights. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I should sit in here with an open mic because you probably plug if no one's talking. <laughs> I'll just start plugging. Stuff. Oh right, mics are on. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Hey, chat. What's going on? It's your boy Logar the Ogar. Uh, I would like to plug uh, everything that you like already. You know about anything that I would tell you. <laughs> Sorry for the week. 
Oh, thank God. Uh, good load. Let me tag her real quick. Yeah, she she literally just stepped away. No we got what? What 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 what's everyone else doing? No, I know you I know you play. You mentioned you do Starfinder on, on a on a Sunday, right? Yeah, I got kinds of stuff going on. I'm trying to turn that into uh I'm trying to upload the back turn the backlog into something watchable because some of them aren't real great sound wise because I didn't know what I was doing I just started doing it um, which is fine but you know doesn't always work out like that um, and then I'm I'm making my own homebrew D&D adventure uh, about tentacle void monsters um, and I hope nice. that I eventually get my shit together and release that as a whole module so it's um, a Japanese module no, 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 not that kind. <laughs> not that kind. Not that kind of tentacle void monsters. Nope. All right. <laughs> Raven is back on that wonderful note of tentacle void monsters. Uh, we are also not playing a Japanese campaign. We are playing a Taiwanese campaign, which I, I'm assuming is slightly uh, less terrifying in that regard. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um yeah, so our, uh, our our group here has successfully jimmied open that gate. It is now jammed open. will take quite a bit of force to close back up. Uh, but they have also all been able to get into this little compound. Uh, it's got a little commissary area, a couple of small uh, like trailers, and uh, a couple of concrete tubes at one end that look like they were used as a settlement. Uh, now, this place is abandoned. Uh, you don't see anybody there, but you guys can see plenty of trash. There's leftover wrappers. There's old campsite, like little, little fires and stuff that have been left there. Uh, it looks like it's been abandoned for quite some time. Uh, but a lot of you know that you don't see anybody in the direct vicinity, and it's gated off, minus the now open gate in the front. Uh, so what are all of you going to be doing? Um, first thing we're going to do is move forward. And uh, keep our heads on a swivel and uh, get to the closest thing and not die while we get there. That sounds like a yeah. generally good plan. Uh, so Val, you start moving further in. Uh, are you going to be moving over towards the little cantina? Are you going to go towards the small little trailers in the back? Are you going to go towards that concrete piping? Definitely the cantina. All right. Um, Sean, <laughs> as you're moving in, where are you going? Um, start breaching, clearing all of the traders. Okay. Uh, Jan, one or Jan, you, uh, while Val is heading over towards the cantina, Sean heads over towards the, uh, the little trailers. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to kind of walk around the, like, open courtyard area, kind of searching, seeing if anything was left behind, um, looking for junk, maybe looking in the, um, um, those circular tubes that are out there. That way I can keep Dynamo close. Alright. Uh, Minsky, what are you going to be doing? Um, I'll probably also be checking out the cantina. Alright. And Camacho, where are you going to be going? I'm going to pair off and shadow um, Sean. Alright. 
Uh, so Val and Minsky, the two of you are heading over towards that little cantina on the uh, on the left. Uh, it seems to be uh, what's left over of this old little commissary area. Uh, you can feel uh, Val at least can feel that heat beating down and kind of kind of scorching him. Uh, it's not sunny, but you feel the heat coming in through those clouds. Uh, but you see this uh, you see this little building. Um, what are you going to do? You can see that there's a couple of uh, little double doors that are closed. There's some very dingy glass on the sides. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, Val is looking for uh, any sort of like food and liquid. Um, he's quite parched and also quite hungry. Uh but he has no water, so he's looking for for water. Um, so he's going to go inside of the cantina. Give me one sec. There we go. All right, so um, you... As sneakily as he can. As sneakily as possible. We'll need sneak. And uh, Minsky, you are there with him. Are you also going to sneak or no? Might as well give it a shot. Okay. As quiet as a jet jet thrusted robot can be <laughs> oh my god uh, we have another critical failure um alright uh, do you wanna uh, do you wanna take some plus twos from chat no um I, I'll just I'll just deal with it alright um Minsky you very quietly go over this this uh this this kind of like semi-powered down mode very stealthily uh uh get up to this this door and uh Val walks over and uh he he he's attempting to be quiet and as he pulls on the door itself uh he opens it up and what you can hear as the door opens it sounds like a set of cans filled with glass uh, start jingling incredibly loudly as the door opens. Um, and uh, Val, you can see that uh, as you're, you're opening this up, it just it keeps making this noise. Um, everybody in the area uh, can hear it um, as you're opening it up. But Minsky, you are silent. It's real quiet. Uh, Val is just going to open it far enough to get inside. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, you uh, you continue opening it up as as all this glass and metal kind of clinks together, um, and uh, you you get it open wide enough for uh, for Minsky and yourself to be able to uh, to enter, um, and you can see inside of this uh, this building, uh, it already looks like it's been heavily searched, and the interior is completely fucking ruined. Uh, the the air inside of the building is stale as hell. Um, and it looks as if there's uh, there's some uh, dust still floating in the air, but the uh, the back of this cantina area, the uh, literal ceiling, has collapsed in on itself, um, and it does not seem to be uh, containing very much. Uh, you can try to search in this area if you would like. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot, just just because I'm already in here. All right. Uh, what is your level? 
Level, I'm level two. All right. Uh, so this is going to be a DV uh, two uh, to find any items inside of the area. Uh, so go ahead and roll a um, uh, perception survival, please. And Minsky, will you be doing the same, looking in the area? Yeah, and um, at some point, I, Minsky would probably circle back and try to um, uh, get his his coat off of the uh, the fence. All right. Uh, so Val, we've got two successes. We've got a a two and a seven. So uh, we've got a successful search there. Um, Minsky, go ahead and give me a perception survival check. And then we'll have you uh, go back and grab that jacket once you guys are done in the building. All right. Um, so, Minsky, you don't really seem to find anything of uh, use pretty much inside the building. Um, but let's roll on here. Um, all right. Um, inside the building, Val, uh, you're able to uh, to find a sack hood uh, that's been uh, left out on uh, one of the counters. Uh, sack hood Ooh. looks like it's stained very well. Um, and then you also find. No. Hold on one second. Do, do, do. Go again. There we go. Something a little bit more up your uh, up your alley. Uh, you're able to find uh, as you pick up that uh, that that hood itself. You can see that there is some uh, fancy lad snack cakes uh, chilling there on the counter. Um, and uh, directly next to the uh, fancy lad snack cakes, uh, you can see a small hollow tape um, that's uh, that's sitting there, and uh, it's marked uh, uh, Sean with a little heart next to it, uh, with with what looks to be like Sharpie or permanent marker. Oh. Uh, so he picks it up and he turns to Min Minsky and he says, uh, right, Minsky, uh, can you do anything with this? You know what this is, right? It's a hollow tape, Between you and me. Okay, so can, do you have a slot? Do, do I have a slot? I don't know. Do you have a slot? <laughs> Uh, to my knowledge, uh, no. And then Val look at the sky and they're like, God! Uh, no, Minsky does not have a slot. Uh, but you do have somebody in your group that has a holotape player. Oh. And you recall that it was Camacho that discovered a holotape player, uh, just the other day. Okay. This is not compatible with my hardware, but I... I think Camacho has a, a player for it. Right. All right. Hey, Minsky. Uh, don't tell anybody about this. Why not? Well, well, because it's got Sean's name on it. Right. Doesn't that mean it's for Sean? It means it's weird. <laughs> right. So, right. Exactly. No, you're still, we're, you're still good. Right. It is for Sean. 
But we're in the middle of nowhere, and underneath this pile of crap, I found something. That, I mean, there's a lot of Sean's, but, you know, it could be... I'm not even saying it's nefarious. I'm just saying it could be, like, sad, you know. So we should watch it first before we show it to him. Right? Uh, if you think that's best. All right, cool. Uh, and, and Val, like... That's Minsky, and it makes this like hollow metal, like boom, boom. And then uh, he looks in his uh, notebook to see how much AC a sack hood gives him. I believe a zero. Oh, really? Crap. Right. Sack hoods no. are pretty much it's it's literally like a burlap sack uh, that you can put over your yeah. head. Okay. Intimidation Do factor. Yeah, do you do you not have any head armor? Um, uh, no, I have a I have a I have a hat that is for flavor only. Uh, sack hood Sean offers you uh, zero physical, zero energy, two radiation damage resistance. Oh yeah, then he's definitely gonna put it on. Okay, uh, so you now look like the scarecrow. No, I have a cowboy hat on top of it. A scarecrow with a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, uh, so yeah that's so all head. you guys are able to find in the area um and as you're searching around uh we've got uh sean and camacho the two of you have headed over and you've started clearing out those little uh those little uh trailers there um they they look like at one point in time they were probably kind of cute uh the very homey kind of thing probably some some cheap homestay um, as I said, I'm going to share some uh, some pictures later. Uh, it was a really neat little area. Um, Sophie and I kind of wanted to stop there. Uh, but yeah, uh, you two start clearing them out. Uh, so what I would like each of you to do, please, is uh, go ahead and roll me a uh, stealth. So that's going to be a sneak agility check. For Camacho and Sean. Right, Sean and Camacho. Holy shit, both of you are super sneaky. We've got a three, a four, a six, and a seven. Um, are any of those tag skills? No. All right, so uh, both of you are sneaky as fuck as you walk up and you're very quietly opening these doors. Um, and you can see, uh, uh, Sean, the first one that you are in. Um, second. Uh, as you open up the door... Um, uh, you can see that the interior of that small little trailer has been completely burned out. So the inside of that small trailer is charred. Uh, you can't really find anything of use. Um, on, uh, on Camacho's side, uh, she goes to the next one. Um, and you can see that the, uh, the, the, the little trailer itself, it seems to be very well worn uh there's a very old very torn up and kind of disgusting sleeping bag uh on the floor there's a little table on the side that will pop out like um what are those called what do they call one it's like a bed that goes into the wall a bed. just hide away yeah it's a little little hideaway thing uh but it's a little table that's come down um, and you can uh, you can uh, try and check and search in the uh, in the room. Uh, 
or you can walk on to the next one. What would you like to do? Mm, see what I can find. All right, go ahead and roll me a uh, survival perception check. Um. Oh, quickly before those rolls, this do we get two AP off for of that last one? The two? Uh, they were not we tagged. Yes, yeah. you're correct. Sorry, I was only. Oh, so I just I looked it up. It's a uh, yeah. It's a Murphy no. bed. Murphy bed. Thank you. <laughs> For some reason, in the back of my head, I was thinking Rufy, and I'm like, no, 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 wrong word. Murphy bed. Uh, so Camacho, you look around inside this little area, the little Murphy table, uh, and the the sleeping bag. You don't really see much to anything. Uh, that could be even remotely useful. But you start hearing that as you're walking through the. Uh, the trailers supports themselves the wheels underneath it uh they are creaking under your feet and you can hear that the uh the little trailer itself uh it starts to to rumble and then it seems to look through the door like it's starting to move um it seems as if the supports that were holding it still are now broken uh give me a agility survival check to jump out in time dv is going to be a one All right, excellent. We got a, nice. we got a four there. Um, so we've got a success. Uh, or sorry, a two. Um, two successes. Oh, that's that's a tag. Uh, you just generated another piece of AP. Uh, you immediately notice that this trailer starts to move, um, and you you jump back on your feet and you literally just kind of walk straight out of the trailer as this thing starts to go and starts moving over towards the one that uh, that Sean is at, and it just goes and just kind of thuds into the side of it. Um, and Sean, you can see uh, on the inside of the trailer that you were at, all this crap kind of off of the walls, a little burned, uh, like, uh, burned paper and all that stuff on the inside. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the two of you have checked out two of those little, uh, two of those little um, trailers. You haven't really found much of use. Do the two of you move on to another set? Yeah. Yeah. All right. As we're um, walking, I'm gonna strike up some um, a small talk with Sean. So tell me, Gringo, why you um, uh, why are you so secretive? What are you hiding? I'm why are you so nosy? You ask a lot of questions. <laughs> girls got to know Girls got to be curious about secrets. Um. You've been more capable than most so far, so let's just say I have had histories with women that kept too many secrets, and I'll leave it there. Fair enough. Shall we? Point towards the remaining. Yep. And I'll All move right. towards the next. Yeah, uh, Sean. Uh, Sean walks up to the uh, the first one. Go ahead, roll me perception survival check. <clears throat> oh, sorry, not the first one. This will be the third one. 
And then Camacho, go ahead and do the same for me. Perception survival. Uh, so Sean, you uh, uh, you go up to the second one, and I'm just going to keep saying Sean because it's throwing off Sean in our uh, <laughs> in our audience right now. So uh, Sean, you move up to the second one, and uh, you you look inside. Uh, you look inside, and you literally see that the entirety of this thing has just been used and abused. The the glass is shattered through. The door was broken down. Uh, there there isn't even a sleeping bag inside. It just looks like a it looks like the elements and time have just kind of worn this thing away to almost nothing. Uh, Camacho, on the other hand, uh, right next to you, uh, on the next trailer over, uh, generates two AP, so awesome. You guys are stacked up at five now. Uh, Camacho, you do successfully luck out as you open up one of those little doors, um, and you find yourself inside. Uh, it looks like somebody had left behind some railway spikes. Uh, you find a set of four railway spikes that have been uh, tied together with some wire. Um, and you also find uh, some clothing sitting next to it. It looks like you find a set of uh, old hides. Uh, so like hide, uh, hide jacket uh, with those railway spikes next to it. Um, outside of that, you don't really find much of use. Um, and you guys have two other trailers left that you can check out. You move on. Um, yeah. And as we move on to the next trailers, I will ask a question of Camacho. Right. Your turn, then. I've got nothing to hide. Except for this hide. <laughs> nice little jacket armor. That's a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Damn already fallout. There was enough nukes. You're not exactly uh, native either. No. I came here I came here when I was um, an adolescent. Eight, nine years old. Like, so you remember uh, before this? Yes, I was. I came over here on on a uh, on business with my papa. Judging by the way you carry yourself, I'm going to assume that wasn't. Uh, Above board business? Um, no, we're Papa was a uh, pretty higher, uh, high-ranking cartel member. Hmm. Delightful. Well, this isn't the world that was; it's the world that is. And, uh, we can bring it back to what it used to be. Well, true, I suppose my point was, in a world like this, I mean, a cartel member's very capable child at my side probably isn't a bad thing. <laughs> well, 
I plan on rebuilding my cartel one day. Hmm. All right, now. caps. Yeah. We'll head in. Yeah. Yeah. With that, uh, go ahead. Give me perception survival for both of you. These are the last two little trailers that were in the back. Um, I'm going to drop an AP for another dice. Why not? No. I'll use one if no one objects. Go for it. Alright, we got three <laughs> AP left. <laughs> and you get one AP back. Um, so yeah, Sean, uh, as Sean walks up, uh, he finally finds a little trailer that looks like it may have been... Uh, may have been uh, useful to him in some way, shape, or form. Um, and he notices that inside of it, there's some oddities that are laying out um, on one of the uh, uh, one of the tables. It looks to be a worn key. He finds a worn key. Huh? It is an unmarked key, and it looks like it would go to a house door. A marked one house key. Cool. Yep. Be careful about picking those up. I mean, it might be a quest item. You might never be able to let it put it down. <laughs> yeah, by that uh, logic, weight, weight should be zero, so that's fine. Uh, no, no, it, it weighs uh, <laughs> 200 pounds. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it is, in fact, a quest item. Dude. Yeah. You uh, you pick up the key and suddenly you hear a new hand touches the beacon. <laughs> oh goddamn! I picked up one of those damn stones and now I've got to find the other twenty-three, <laughs> and they all weigh point five each. Ugh. All right, so you find a nice little war key, um, and then in the uh, the next uh, cab over. Um see uh you also camacho find some oddities uh you find what look to be a set of bobby pins that uh that are wrapped around this very old very worn um uh whatchamacallit uh rubber band uh there are 14 bobby pins oh that's a lot yes nice yes that's what we want that was oh, actually yeah a surprisingly high roll for that so very impressed. Uh, so you find a set of bobby pins, and sitting next to it, uh, you find a plastic bottle of uh, instant black tea. Uh, it looks like it's been there for quite some time, so that instant has now been uh, been brewing for give or take fifty years. Uh, but it looks like it's been there for a while. It is still unopened. doesn't kill you it'll make you stronger or cripple you horribly for the rest of your life <laughs> yes <laughs> um and that is it that you guys find in those areas um let's switch on over to uh john you you were searching around in the courtyard we have uh minsky and we have val they were checking out that little cantina they found almost nothing of use except for some random hollow tape that uh that Val is uh, wanting to keep secret because it has the name Sean written on it. Uh, Sean with a little heart next to it. Um, we've got a couple of small little valuables that Camacho and Sean themselves have discovered. And you were walking around and meandering in the courtyard 
uh, go ahead and give me. Uh, well, well, tell me what do you what do you want to do? What are you doing? I'm looking around for anything that's been left behind. I want to look around the courtyard, kind of open areas, especially around the fire pits. But um, also, um, you said there were like those concrete tubes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to kind of go poke my head in there um, and just kind of take a look. I mean, my bet is I'm either going to be looking for food or like junk. Like that sounds like what, what might be around here. All right. Go ahead and give me perception survival for the little courtyard area. All right, and I'm going to spend an action point if you're all good with that. Have we got four left? Yes. And hit that. Man, I needed that action point. Got one. Um, All right, so we got one success. We got a seven. Um, So uh, what you you find as you are walking around, um, you find a little can of uh, potted... Uh, looks like it was a little uh, little can that has still sealed um, and it's sitting next to, or sorry, let, let's say it's sitting inside one of the little fires. Looks like somebody put it in there to kind of cook like a, like an oven and uh, it has since been abandoned for quite some time. Alright. Scoop that up. And uh, go ahead and give me another perception survival check as you walk over to those tubes. Um, should I use another AP? Or nah? Go for it. Um, how many we got left? All right. Yeah, three, three left. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We seem yep, to be on the one more. swing of the night. All right, uh, so you got one success. At least not getting complications every time. Yes, uh, that's always a plus. Uh, so uh, in that uh, in that tube, you you uh, push back the the tarp itself, um, and you can see that somebody definitely lived inside of this tube for quite some time. Uh, at one point, it was its own little hotel uh, room uh, that somebody had kind of retrofitted, and then it had broken down to time. It had been used by the people who lived there in the shelter. Uh, but you see uh, another uh, oddity that's sitting on there. Um, you see, literally, uh, sitting next to this old, kind of disgusting sleeping bag, uh, you see uh, living sorry, not living, you see inside of the sleeping bag is a skeleton. Uh, It is a uh, dead human being, uh, skeletal remains, Um, and clutched inside of their hand is literally a stack of pre-war money. Nice. I'll just kind of slip that out of their hand and uh, we'll take that. I mean, we might run into a running vending machine. Okay. Um, and so the value of that is 44 caps. All right, 44 caps worth of money. Pre-war money. Nice. All right. You see a little stack of uh, little hundreds and thousands. Because <clears throat> we have thousand dollar bills here. It is crazy when an ATM spits out like 20,000 at you and I'm just like, oh, if this is only USD. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, the lot of you have searched through this area. Uh, none of it really seems like it's structurally sound anymore. It's been abandoned for quite some time. 
Uh, there wasn't much left behind of value. Um, but what I'd like all of you to do right now is uh, please roll me a uh, 1d10. Or sorry, 1d20. Everybody, please roll 1d20. Hey, real quick, that um, perception survival I made in the um, the canteen, was that a, you said a DV2? Yes. And uh, was it sight-based? Yes. Did you get a success in there? Yeah, I got one success. Oh. Oh, I thought that was on the sneak. Oh, you're right. Perception survival. Correct. Uh, all right. So while you were in there, um, as you were exiting that little cantina, uh, you're able to, uh, to run across what looks to be... Uh, what looks to be a piece of clothing on the ground uh, looks like uh, it looks like a, uh, a a person had left behind at one point in time uh, a drifter's outfit. So there was the sack hood that was on the counter. Underneath that was the fancy lad snack cakes and the uh, the hollow tape. And then you see sitting uh, sitting a little bit ways from that uh, is a drifter's outfit, neatly folded. Ooh. Um, and let's see, what were our rules on here? Um, all right, so uh, as you are all uh, finishing up in your areas, uh, you can hear uh, in the distance uh, what sounds to be uh, very similar to what you had heard uh, before. It sounds like a whoo as uh, some dogs seem to be barking or yelling in the distance. Uh... Where are they? Uh, they are not inside the camp, but you can hear them off in the distance. And uh, Logar, uh, sorry, not Logar, <clears throat> Val, uh, you you hear this as you as you open that door back up. That ridiculously noisy uh, uh, noisy glass and cans make their noise as the door opens back up, and you can hear the uh, the dog uh, some some dogs howling off in the distance um, as uh, the two of you walk out. Mm rush out from where we are towards the rattling noise just going <laughs> uh, move over very carefully pick the can up so it's not making any noise uh, so then... it was uh, it was hanging uh, it was hanging off oh, the top of the door yeah okay this was okay. a noise trap that was set point up to, point to holding the bottom of the can point to Val cut, cut the rope Machete, he holds it machete. up, and I will slice it. Uh, this, uh, this, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't explain. This means machete. Yeah, <laughs> slice, slice it uh, while he's holding it so that it doesn't jingle. And I will very carefully take the can and it sort of from the direction that the howls are coming from, but kind of angled away from the camp. Just yeet the can over the fence. To try to pull them away. Uh, give me athletic strength. It's going to be a DB2 to get it out of the camp. I, maybe... I will I will use an AP for that, yeah. I'm not too bad at this. Whee! Nice. Alright. Uh, so the, the AP back. Uh, you you get the can, you kind of put your hand on the top of it. You aim back, you, you aim to the outfield, and uh, this thing goes 
and uh, lands back. Uh, sounds like it hits the road further back from where you guys had come from previously. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can hear again some more yowling and barking in the distance um, as that can hits and slides over on the road. Uh, so, um, what are all of you going motion. to be doing? Yeah. Motion to the others to slip back inside where Val came from, I think. The big, the bigger area? No? Uh, the cantina um, uh, Val and Minsky found had a collapsed rear. But did it have double doors? Uh, it had double doors, uh, but the, uh, the 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 rear of the building is fully open to the elements. Oh, fully open. Okay, okay no then. Um, we should probably I'm just one of the trailers. Oh, uh. Yeah, we could probably go back to the trailers. We can't just leave. Because, like, if you threw the thing yeah. back the way with that, like, past the way that we came, then we go should be the able op- to move out the, the front gate. The op- and... Yeah, yeah. Go in the opposite direction. Yeah. I think. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. okay. I mean, we're rolling great. How bad can it be? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so a lot of you uh, head back over to that front gate, and uh, Minsky, uh, what is your uh, what is your luck? Uh, five. Uh, go ahead and roll me a one d twenty. As you reach up and start tugging on the science coat, it tears off, um, and you start ripping the uh, ripping the science scope, but before it is destroyed, you stop. It is still hanging. It's got some tatters on it, but it's not totally destroyed. Uh, you can continue trying to pull it off. You can have somebody pull it off with a repair skill. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, how unfortunate. Uh, I guess um, I... that stays there, then. <laughs> Val offers to use his repair skill to try to get it down. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Okay. You can try cutting the barbed wires and then very carefully pulling it off. Uh, that'll be a DV2. Go ahead and give me a uh, repair plus intelligence. And you're using your multi-tool, so that'll be a DV1 because it produces your DV. Uh, you got a success. Yeah, but... uh, yep, you got a success. Uh, we got a six. Uh, so you're able to uh, successfully cut some of the wires and get the coat down and very gingerly pull it off. And uh, Minsky, you can see there are some holes in it, but it still seems to be in uh, in full condition. It's not totally shredded. Thank you, Val. You're welcome. Let's go. Uh, yeah, now, now all of you, uh, please give me a agility sneak to leave the camp quietly. Erludy. All right, Val, you got one success with a six. Luck. Sean has one success with a 13. Minsky is not quiet anymore. His thrusters are back on full. 
Camacho is also not very quiet. Her, uh, her her new armor that she's wearing, the security armor, is jangling around on her. Um, and Jianyu, since uh, previously getting soaked, you're kind of huddling into the clothing. You're, you're, you're walking quietly. Uh, but Camacho and Minsky, the two of you, not super stealthy. Uh, as a lot of you start heading out of that camp, uh, you can see uh, further up the road where uh, Sean had thrown that can to, um, you can see uh, that there's one of those dogs. Uh, it seems to be a little bit bigger than the one that you had dealt with in the past, uh, or that small pack that you dealt with in the past, and it's sniffing that can sitting in the middle of the road. guys going to do Are just you going to one gauge or keep walking uh you only see one that's down the road how far is it down the road moving. uh so this dog would probably be because you guys are right here uh, let me let me move the little token. So you guys are exiting out right here. Uh, Sean had thrown it right up the trail to about here so let me actually mark that in freehand let's do a white so you guys are right here, and the can I'm going to mark in uh, red, the dog, is down here. So it's probably about, uh, give or take, maybe maybe 50 yards. But we're heading the other way. Yeah, you guys can yeah, continue, yeah, let's just go the other way. continue in yeah, we should just... the resort or engage with the dog. Uh, Val will bring up the rear of the group and let people go ahead of him and then be the last one to walk because uh, he can shoot the furthest. All right. Hmm. Uh, since you are rearing up the group, go ahead and do one more stealth check. Sneak and agility. All right. I want to cover up for the uh, failures of your two group mates. Uh, this will be a DB2. Oh, no. All right. I didn't know that use, when I rolled it. I would have uh, used use, an AP. Yeah, you can use a luck point right now if you want to re-roll. Uh, I think so. That's probably the best bet. How many luck points? Oh, I got two left. All right. All right. I will use one and re-roll that dice. All right. All right, two successes. Uh, you're able to successfully rear up the group and kind of like uh, kind of deviate, make sure the noise doesn't doesn't get past to the dog. Um, and as a lot of you are heading further uh, further down that road, uh, you can see that the dog is very shortly thereafter uh, joined by a couple of other dogs that come uh, from down the side of the mountain. They jump over uh, they jump over the little uh, ditch, and uh, there's now two dogs, and then three. And then four. And there winds up being a total of five dogs, uh, bigger than the ones that you had dealt with in the past, sniffing away at this camp um, and sniffing away at the air. But a lot of you were able to successfully get out of there sneakily. Um, and ahead of you, uh, what you can see on this, uh, this straight road here, uh, so this road that you guys are on right now, uh, you can see that there are uh, buildings on both sides of the streets. Uh, you can see that a lot of them have been uh, destroyed with time. Some of them have collapsed. Some of them were used as settlements. 
uh, with like a keep out, like spray painted on the doors. Uh, you can see that there is an old hotel uh, that's up on your left. Um, and you know that the, uh, the smoke that you had seen in the past uh, was in this area on the map. So it was much deeper into the city itself. Uh, so you guys can take a moment to stop inside this area. Uh, you can try checking out the uh, different buildings in the area, or you can soldier on through and start going towards the main resort. Hotel might be good to rest. I, I would... Oh yeah, what time is it? Uh, let's find out. What time is it? Um... Uh, it's going to be in the PM, so I'm going to roll a 1d12. Uh, it is 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so it's not time to sleep yet. No, but many of you are uh, quite hungry, quite thirsty, starting to get a little sleepy, and all of you except for uh, Minsky have a fatigue. And now that a lot of you are now walking on this main road, um, I need each of you to add another fatigue. Yeah, yes, uh, then sh then Sean is is right. It is time to rest. All right, Sean, give me a uh, perception check. Yeah, this is going to Sean. be perception plus. Or sorry, not 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 Sean. Um, Val, uh, Val, go ahead and give me a perception plus. Survival. And uh, yeah, Sean, go ahead. Give me perception plus survival. Cool. Let me know when it's night specifically, because it's something I want to try and roll a perception check for at night time. Alright, um, Val and Sean, the two of you, as you guys are heading down that street, you see the, uh, the hotel that's up on the left-hand side. Um, it seems to have been shut down as some kind of compound at one point, uh, as a survivor's camp. Um, and it looks like it is decently well reinforced, uh, for the front gate. Uh, previously you guys dealt with that sliding gate that just had some barbed wire. This one has even higher gate, uh, with barbed wire. Um, it has spray-painted on the front, stay out. Um, and the two of you also notice, uh, as you are, excuse me, looking around at your surroundings, uh, the address uh, that is on that front, front of the building. Uh, uh, Sean, the address that you were looking for, um, it is uh, a similar number. Uh, it is not the same. It's not as high. Um, and uh, Val, uh, the number is pretty close to where you are at. So if the buildings are ordered chronologically, uh, both of you know that the address there, you're not quite there yet, but both of you are getting closer. Because you said the two of you are looking for the addresses. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah. a lot of you can see that this place is, is locked up. It's got spray painted on the front gates, stay out. Right, we should probably stay out then. Well, that's they'd want you to. There was a, there was a fire in this area that was extinguished before the rain came. There's probably people around somewhere. Um, true. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes strangers want to take your skin off, so. Exactly. We should stay on our toes. Oh, okay, right. So we're all on the same page. Uh, we sh- we might want to not, I mean, I probably I better. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, an expression. <laughs> is is the the boarded up place that is that the hotel? <laughs> Vampire the squirrels are still coming for you too. <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was your question? I got a little distracted there by uh by the, by our the other place shop. that we're next to. The place that we're next to that's boarded up uh, is that the hotel. Uh, yeah, the hotel described? is is the one with the gates and stuff out in the front. Oh crap! There are other buildings uh, continuously down the road, and you know that um, we should we should look for another one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move down one. F- Not anywhere that looks too open, though. So, somewhere that looks like it's not going to be a massive pain in the ass to get in, but also isn't, you know, very obviously compromised. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys continue down the continue down the road. Let me pull up the map. Uh, so you continue down the road a little bit further, and as you're moving down, you can see uh, what looks to be uh, kind of an old strip mall kind of space. Uh, it's got a uh, an what is that? 812. It's got an 812 shop there. Um, and then above the 812 shop, it looks like it has some old uh, shopping areas. They've got advertisements for Nuka-Cola up there, as well as for um, U-Cult. Uh, they've got advertisements in Japanese, Chinese, English uh, for a couple of different products. Um, and you can see that there are a few old destroyed cars parked out front. Um, and on your left-hand side, you can see that there are some old buildings. Uh, they look mostly ruined, um, but they look like they might provide some shelter if you attempted. Um, and you know that the path continues further down and turns right at the end of that road. So you guys can uh, stop. You can uh, continue on. Uh, but you know that this is not where the uh, where the f- smoke was coming from. As I mentioned before, that was deeper into the area uh, right here. Uh, is this closer to the place that I or Sean have to go? Uh, so, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, perception survival. Uh, you are able to uh, successfully walk up um, and look at one of the addresses, and you are uh, you are about eleven street addresses away. Uh, so you oh. are getting even closer. Uh, your assumption is is that it would be a little bit further down the road down here. Okay. Uh, Val suggests that they move a little further down. you trying to me put some more distance between us and those dogs yeah yeah it's not a bad idea all right so you guys continue moving down um and uh what the lot of you can notice as you're going is that 
Uh, the only sound in the area uh, seems to be some like quiet, like very quiet, subdued uh, chirping and bird noises coming from the, the, the forest and the mountains on your left-hand side, um, and the rustling of trash and garbage on the road. Uh, you don't hear people, you don't hear animals, you don't hear any movement um, other than the quiet crunching of your feet on trash and paper. Um, it seems to be that this area has been completely abandoned. Except for the hotel that says don't go in it. You guys Possibly. have to check inside. Yeah, you don't know. There were signs were from before, I think, but... Um... Yeah, I suppose we'll look for the addresses that the, the address that I've got on the job. All right. Uh, so uh, what uh, Val discovers is that because you got two successes, I'm not going to make you uh, roll again. Uh, Val, you find the address that was posted there. Um, what you discover is that this is a uh, a neat little homestay. Again, a lot of the buildings in this area that were houses uh, were converted into like little hotels and stuff for tourists to visit. Um, and you can see that the uh, the homestay. Uh, second, give me one moment. The homestay uh, up on the top says um, Holly's Somber Homestay. You see a little little sign uh, written in uh, uh, in Mandarin above the door. Uh, the door uh, is an open doorway now at this point. Uh, there's no door that's sitting there, uh, but you can see that the the sign is still above it. Uh, there's no major like large tall glass windows out in the front, um, and it looks completely black on the inside. Uh, but it has three stories. Um, do you think? I mean, from the outside, does it look like an all right place to to uh, take a break? It looks like you could go in there and possibly rest. You don't see any major external damage except for the door that's been torn down. All right. So Val turns and he says to everybody, "He's like, all right, I I'm looking for a family plaque." For somebody that used to live in this house, uh, I also think it might be a good place to take a nap. I'm going to go do that. And I'm going to be real careful about it. If you guys would like to come in with me, that would be cool. I can I've got my own job here, but... Yeah, I, I've got my own job here, but... Um, concerned about the front door. Someone pulls guard. Set up a watch. I mean, it's got. You said it's three stories, right, Cap? Yep. You sleep upstairs. Oh wait, the cow can't go upstairs. It's only one in the afternoon, and yeah, we're tired. But I kind of feel like we should. Uh, we shouldn't be making camp for the night. And if we take a yeah, nap I... now, we're going to lose sunlight. We should at least rest eat, drink, sit down for an hour, and then keep going. Uh, can Dynamo fit through the front door? Uh, Dynamo cannot fit through the front door. Uh, it is oh, for a, it is a, a one-person one door. Uh, a full-size cow with two heads cannot fit through there. Is there a back door or a free. garage or anything? Uh, what was that, Minsky? Could could we pivot him through the door? 
<laughs> like a couch. Kind of yeah. going diagonally. And then... <laughs> She's like, stick him up on a spot. And you're like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I moved a lot of couches. I'm pretty sure I can put a two headed cow through a door. And <laughs> <laughs> cow starts kicking. <laughs> Right, uh, you you start looking around the, the building, and you can see that there's like this very uh, this narrow passageway between this building and the next uh, little alleyway that you could uh, try and go down to get around to the back of the building. Uh, do you want to go down that direction? Um, is Dynamo able to follow? This? Is that just a person-wide uh, Dynamo passage? Is able to follow, yes. All right, yeah. Then I'll check out the back. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Doctor, let me go with you. You can't just be running down hallways. Let me... I'll go first. All right. Jesus, you're coming down hallways a little bit longer than me. You have, like, acid caked all over you, and you're like, let me just go down this dark hallway by myself. (laughs) I need a shower. I'll admit that, but, you know. Um, Uh, Yeah, so you start making your way down that alley. Uh, Go ahead and uh, give me a... um... Athletics agility. Who? Uh, you said you're going first, so that one. Well. Well. Um, as you start walking, uh, as you start walking uh, down that small alleyway, uh, you hear what sounds like a small click underneath one of your feet, and uh, a set of metal clamps come up and have now uh, engaged on your foot uh, as what seems to be a, a looks like an old school from your old movies, looks like one of those old bear traps that people would lay down in the forest to catch all them darn critters. It's like crap. Um, and so this closes oh, no. up on your leg. Um, and you're <sighs> one second. Oh, you had to go first. <laughs> and oh, uh, <laughs> turns oh, and boy. goes. Welcome. All right. Uh, so you take uh, you take one damage. Uh, you also are now bleeding. Uh, that was a critical. So let's see. Damage on legs. You immediately fall prone as your leg gives gives out under your weight. Uh, you can no longer take the sprint action, and your move is now a major action for you. Uh, your leg seems to possibly be broken. <laughs> ah. All right, I'm going to move in and help him get that, that trap off. All right, go ahead and give me a uh, either repair intelligence or medicine intelligence check. I'll repair all the way. Repair all the way, yeah. That's tagged. Uh, intelligence. Repair. Oh, and uh, don't forget, I, I know it may have slipped into the back of your mind, Val, but you still have that uh, that holotape. No, I know. Okay. Um, all right, uh, Jiang is able to. Uh, uh, yeah, you've got a success. 
Uh, Jenny is able to get the uh, get the clamps open enough for your your leg and your foot to slip out, um, and you can see as his leg is slipped out, um, it didn't really externally damage him too much. There's no major broken skin, uh, there's no major tears in his clothing, but his uh, his leg does not seem to be fully straight anymore. It seems to be kind of out into the front uh, oh, where sad. his shin would be at. Should be a flat plane. Uh, is now heavy. Yeah, I'm gonna call out for Mansky. Uh, Mansky, um, Val's leg is a little um crooked. Val, I oh, think no. Val is is not saying anything because he if he opens his mouth, he's gonna scream. <laughs> One second. And, uh, Min- yeah, Minsky will come over real quick. Move, move, Dynamo, move, get back. Let Minsky through. Uh, go ahead. Are there any and, boards uh, laying about? Are there any what? Any boards laying about? Uh, you could uh, you could check inside, but you don't see any out front. Okay. Uh, Minsky, you head on over. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, medicine intelligence. And while he's rolling, what were you going to say, Reeve? Sorry, come on. I was going to go inside and see if I can, if there's a banister or something that has the, I'm a, like, boards that I could kick uh, kick and uh, break so I can use, to, uh, use them for splinting. Okay. Uh, well, uh, hold on one second. Let's, uh, let's see what Minsky is able to do. You may not need to do that. Uh, you've got okay. four successes. Um, yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Minsky is able to literally come over and uh, Minsky, you, you grab some, some of the stuff off the ground. You're able to wrap it around the leg and then as the bone pops back into its correct place, uh, Val, you are in excruciating pain. Uh, you are still unable to sprint. Um, your move will be a major action, uh, but you are uh, going to recover if you rest. Shouldn't uh, he not have the penalties from the injury anymore? Yeah, so that was page 34. Right? It was right under that other thing. Uh, it says completely recovering from an injury does take time. Yeah, so he could treat an injury, mm-hmm. which means he doesn't take the penalties, um, but yeah, it's not so... actually healed, and if it takes any damage, he gets the injury back, I think. Let's see, um... And so on here, what's going to happen is is that uh, when you rest, uh, you're going to make an endurance survival check. It's going to be a DV2. Um, and if you pass the uh, the check, which Minsky can assist you on, uh, you would be fully recovered. Dick. Uh, but you're healed. Uh, that the damage is gone. Uh, so you no longer have any damage. You just have your injury. Uh, okay. Hold on. On page thirty-four, under treating an injury, the intelligence medicine check. You can um, passing the test allows a patient to ignore the penalties of their injury, but they're still not healed. So, I have a patched injury. I don't take any penalties to it, but I don't get any HP back. Okay, you're right. Uh, it yep. has merely been patched up so that it no longer imposes a penalty. 
So if you do suffer any damage to that location, then I roll one CD, and if it's an effect, then it's been reopened. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're able to you're able to move. You're able to walk on it. Thank you very much for the clarification. So it's quite a yep. bit different from but, the other systems I've used. But you, I don't think Val heals any HP from that. It's just as correct. correct. He can use his leg again. Yeah. So that'll yep. just be the, that two damage on you, and then your injury no longer have that. Uh, the effects from it. So it's splendid. Alright. Okay. You're not so great. Awesome. Cool. Alright. So, I'm gonna do one thing. I'm gonna do one thing I've always wanted to do in Fallout and never been able to do. I'm gonna take that bear trap and I'm gonna keep it. Alright. Because you're never allowed to take it. No, yes. you're not. Uh yeah, you have exactly. a bear trap. I'm gonna go stick it on uh, uh in with my the rest of my cargo. All right, uh, for, the, for the bear trap, and this is something I'm going to type into our Discord because I will stat this out later. Uh, the weight on it is going to be 10 pounds. Steel bear trap. Uh, the damage uh, is going to be uh, 3CD. Uh, that's what I rolled for our damage. Um, and its value, um, I'll say uh, a cap per pound, so value is going to be 10 caps. Alright. And uh, we'll add that into the Fallout Asia supplement, because that's, uh, that's a good little addition. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, Always wanted one of those. Yeah, they're super useful, and yeah, Fallout never lets you use them. Uh, but yeah, uh, you still have that, that, that alleyway to, uh, to go down. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head to the back. Um, I'm gonna stop and scan the area much more carefully first. You know, uh, I like my legs. Go ahead and roll a uh, perception survival check. Uh, is that one, Doctor John? You why don't you just let the party member that doesn't have legs float itself over what could possibly be bear traps. Also, his jet will blow off anything on top of them, and we can see them then. All in favor, say aye, aye. He's got a point. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about being used as a mind detector. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, off the bear trap, you said mine. I'm gonna go over here. And he, uh, he hobbles into the into the first floor of the building. Okay, so you're going in with uh, with Camacho, and we'll uh, we'll the, we'll have the two of you in just one second. Uh, John, you you see uh, down the down the alleyway, uh, it, it it looks like there's there's garbage, debris, and trash scattered all over the ground. Um, you don't really see anything that's sticking out crazy out of the ground. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to go. I mean... Okay. I'm not going to make Minsky go, and I, I go around looting stuff. I mean, sometimes it hurts. All right. Uh, so you start heading down that, start heading down that, uh, that alleyway. Go ahead and give me a... 
uh, what did I have him do? It was a agility athletics, please. Um, I am going to spend a luck to use luck instead. Okay. To bolster my giant zero in athletics. And I think I would like to use an action point. All right. <laughs> Vampire says in chat, he's not paranoid enough yet. All right, uh, you're able to uh, you're able to get down the uh, the, the alleyway and uh, you get down to the end of it. Um, are you bringing Dynamo with you? I think I'll leave Dynamo behind in the front. Okay, yeah, you get down to the back, um, and you can see in the back uh, there's a back door. Uh, again, it's like a single single one person door. Uh, there's a little overhang that's chilling out back there. Um, and there's some space for what was at one point in time a yard uh, that since then the uh, the plants and the uh, the grass and the flowers and stuff have all died. Uh, it's all it's all brown, uh, crumpled up on the ground. Uh, but there's an overhang. There's a back door. It's just a single door. Yep, single door, and uh, what looks to be a couple of old lawn chairs and a little. little Is it fenced in or not? Nope. Uh, but it is uh, overlooking the lake itself, so it's pretty, pretty beautiful. Well, <laughs> beautiful in the apocalypse terms. It's a pretty beautiful view. All right. Uh, when I went down there and I had to do my uh, athletics roll, mm -hmm. did I notice a, a trap? Like, do I have to roll again to get back past it? You didn't see any traps when you were when you were looking, and. You got two successes when you came back down the, 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 the hallway, so you didn't notice any traps. I guess it's safe. Okay. So let's go back, I guess, because I don't know any better. All right, go ahead and roll me a uh, athletics, uh, athletics agility test, please. Yeah, I'm gonna spend another point of luck on this. I'm getting low. I'm gonna spend another AP. Alright, group AP is down to two. Ah, oh, baby. There. Right. Uh, you get back down with no issues. And you're back awesome. down to uh, You got two successes on there, you got a five before. Um, so yeah, you get back to uh, Dynamo, and you see Minsky just kind of hovering there, bobbing and just waiting, because he was going to go down the passageway, and he just kind of went ahead anyway. Um, in the meantime, uh, we have Camacho, and we have uh, Sean. Uh, Camacho, you walk into the into the building, um, and uh, you're 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 about to you're about to start searching for something to splint uh, splint for Val, but you see him kind of hobbling behind you. He's already got a splint on his leg. Um, and Sean's behind you as well. Uh, Sean, have you entered the building yet, or no? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to go through um, our initiative order. Uh, so uh, uh, actually, our first person who went to was Camacho. So Camacho, what are you doing now that you're inside the building? You can see that Val's patched up. Standing around for that um, plaque that um, Val had mentioned and looking for a good place to take a siesta. 
Uh, you're looking around this uh, this first floor, you can see an old, ratty, beaten-up couch. Uh, it looks like rats have literally gotten to it, so it's a ratty couch. Put a bump. Another nuke. Uh, you also see a, uh, a table that's got some old, kind of stale, uh, and, and definitely pre-eaten pre and touched food. Um, the, the food does not look edible. It looks like it's been there for a hundred years. Please don't eat the food unless you guys want to be crazy. Um, <clears throat> so there's some food that's chilling out there. Uh, you also uh, can see that um, in this building, there's another table that has a bunch of chairs uh, and some cubbies in the back. Uh, but you don't notice any family plaques. Uh, do you want to try and search this area or no? Or do you want to move on? Mm. I'll move on. Um, kind of since I'm kind of feeling tired, I'm gonna look for a place to lay down. All right. Um, so you can go uh, straight through to the uh, to the back. So you can see a stairway that heads up, and then right next to it, there's a hallway that goes to the back. And you can see that there's a door back there uh, that has a window on the door uh, that's letting in some sunlight. Uh, <clears throat> and you can see that it's it's got a view out to uh, to Sunmoon Lake. Do you want to go I'll up, or do you want to go straight, straight through? Straight through. All right. Uh, so you start going uh, straight through, um, and you notice uh, sitting on the uh, on the ground, uh, there's another uh, bear trap uh, that looks like it is closed up over a, 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 a giant rad roach. Um, the rad roach has been there for quite some time, uh, but it was definitely uh, definitely killed by the bear trap. Um, and you walk into the back. Go ahead and give me a perception survival check, please. Perfect. Um, so you see in the back that this little back area, uh, it was a kitchen. Um, and so in this little kitchen, you can see that there's a counter, stove, uh, there's a sink. This must have been a pretty nice little setup uh, pre-war. Uh, but you can see that uh, sitting in that area... Um, you can see that there are, uh, there is uh, two sweet rolls uh, that are sitting uh, sitting on the counter uh, next to a little cutting board. There's two little sweet rolls sitting on the counter. Uh, they look still packaged, pre-war, um, uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Twinkies. Um, uh, but there's two of them sitting out on the counter. What what sweet rolls? What sweet rolls? <laughs> Put them in your jacket right next to your cigar. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the the area back there it looks like it was used as a common eating area. Uh, you don't really see any other food or any other items in the back. Um, and there's a back door, as I said, with that window uh, out looking out over towards. Hold on, the second one. So you're going to go through the door, you're going to go upstairs, what are you going to do? I'll go through the door. Alright. Uh, so you open up the door, um, and it's looking out into this little backyard area. And you can see uh, two old sun chairs what? that are very weather-beaten. Oh, sorry. I'm... You're fine, you're fine. I'm sorry, I got distracted. No, no, you're all good, you're all good. 
Um, so you're, uh, you open up that door and you can see that there's this little area with two sun chairs. There's a little overhang over the back door. You've got a view of the uh, disgusting Sun Moon Lake. Um, and uh, it, it looks like there are some, uh, some footprints on the ground that had just been recently trotted. Um, and you had, you had previously heard um, coming through that back door, uh, you heard uh, Jianyu talking kind of to himself. So this is the back area of the house. Okay, I guess I'll double back. Okay. Uh, so you head back into the building. Uh, you can see that there's uh, there's Val and there is Sean there. Um, you can head out of the building, or you guys can start heading upstairs. I'll follow them upstairs. Okay. Uh, so for that, uh, Sean, uh, you would be leading our way upstairs. Uh, the three of you start going up the stairs with uh, within the back. You've got Val like. <clears throat> Uh, kind of going up the stairs and hobbling a bit. Still, still normal speed, but a little bit, a little bit more pain than normal. Uh, as the three of you start heading up, um, and uh, as you get to the top of the uh, stairs, uh, go ahead and give me a perception survival check, Sean, uh, to see what you see in the area. Uh, you can't see anything. It's pitch freaking black once you get to the, the top of those stairs. It's pitch black. Uh, you don't see any light coming through. It seems like uh, the, the, the structure is still still standing itself. There's no like light coming through the walls or through any windows or any doors anywhere in, uh, in the hallway. So it is stairs up and then you see just blackness going into the building. Well, I um... around for some for a door just if I move my arm along the wall, just looking for a handle, because I'm figuring if I can open a door, it might let some light through, and then, yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a athletics agility test, please. Critical failure and a success. Um, <clears throat> so this was a uh, a EB two. Um, so yeah, uh, not only do we have a, uh, not not passing the check, we also have the critical failure. Uh, so what happens is, is as you uh, as you finish stepping all the way up, uh, you hear uh, literally right nearby your leg. Uh, you hear what sounds like a shotgun shell going off. Something else on your leg. And, uh, oh, good. Not a missile launcher, please. Is that five, four, three? Please. Sean's usually five for base. Yes. Um. All right. Uh, Sean, are you are you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, that is an effect. One damage. Effect. Another effect. And one damage. Uh. So three effects and two damage. Uh. So oh, good. double barrel. Uh. Vicious. 
So what does Vicious do? Vicious means you do uh, two damage for effects rather than one. So that'll be six damage plus one, so seven damage um, as a shotgun shell uh, rips into your leg. Um, and the uh, the pain and the uh, startlingness and the general force of it, because uh, you have a critical failure, uh, knocks you backwards and you fall directly into uh, Val, who is right behind you, and then into Camacho, who is behind uh, him. And the three of you, uh, three stooges, tumble down the stairs as your blood starts <laughs> from your leg. I've got um, my DR is, uh, hang on, it's two naturally, and I've got both legs. I've got one each as well. Two so naturally. does that reduce the damage by? But uh, yeah, my defense is two naturally because I've got agility ten. Yeah, so the, the that would reduce, or sorry, that would be the uh, difficulty to hit you. Um, so it's your yeah. damage resistance. So you said you have one on your leg. Yeah, I've got one on both legs. So then you take one damage. Okay. Let me roll for which leg. That's a torso. All right, right leg. So your right leg takes six points of damage. And the three of you come tumbling down the stairs. Their mimics watch out. <laughs> I, I kind of look, pat my own legs. They're intact at least, and then look across to Camacho. Booze. <laughs> You've got booze. We got booze. <laughs> Uh, no. No, no, I need booze. Okay. Uh, Do I have booze? I don't have... I don't someone has beer. wine or beer or something because we picked it up earlier. But I'm outside. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that, was me. that you? I don't, I don't recall who picked yeah. it up above Gabe. Yeah, I don't recall who picked it up. Okay, yeah. no uh, but Jianyu, you definitely hear that shotgun blast go off and the tumbling of the three yeah. of them coming down. Uh, <laughs> same thing for Mitski. You can definitely hear all of that noise and commotion. So you, he got shot through the open door. Or through an open door. Or... No? Yeah. Don't know, because yeah, the, I, the hallway I mean, I guess I'll... is dark. I'll rush in there to, like, see what's going on. Okay. Um, but I don't want to spend a lot of time in here because I want to make sure the dogs don't eat my ramen. My natural reaction is to pitch a grenade. Yeah. Sean would be holding, like, would have the gun up, like, trained up the stairs, just into the darkness. He's not going to fire, but in case any, there's any movement. And he's just, fire in the hole. he's just shouting for booze. At the, at the... All right. So we've got somebody shouting for, for... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And Camacho, are you throwing a grenade? I'm gonna pitch a grenade. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Um. And uh, give me a grenade. A, a baseball grenade. Uh. Perception explosives. Perception explosives. <gasps> right. Yes. Because blowing things up, stopping them from doing that. Yes. Okay. No. Uh. Launching weapons from your hand, throwing agility. It's 
I think grenades are special though. Okay, then explosives for some. Yeah, it's no, no, kind of unclear because it points us. Oh, yeah, my brain's stupid. Perception explosives? Yes, ma'am. <coughs> Hopefully it doesn't bounce off the armor and come back into somebody's lap. Blow all right. Up. You you pull out this homemade uh, this homemade grenade. You, uh, you you pull the striker on it. You whip it up, and uh, you hear it go. Facebook grenade. Um, and uh, that's where we're going to end our episode, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so we have a baseball grenade getting tossed up into the second floor of the building after a shotgun blast goes off and tears into. Uh, into Sean's leg. We've got Val's leg just patched up from the bear trap, um, and we have a, uh, a very lucky and very unafraid uh, Dr. Giappini. Um <laughs> We're starting a new team called Team No Legs. <laughs> it's not Team No Mads, it's Team No Legs. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is where we are going to be uh, wrapping up. Uh, I'm going to start dropping in our links. I'm going to have our players outro themselves. So let's start on the bottom with uh, Stinkball. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tracy. Uh, Stinkball007 on uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Discord. Um, I play uh, Dr. Jian Yu, who uh, clearly is not afraid enough of things. Um, and a little too lucky for his own good. Um, you can catch me here each Friday. Um, and other than that, I've been uh, working on uh, an update to the uh, Medicine in Time of Red for Cyberpunk. Uh, Going to try to add a uh, chapter to it on addiction in there. Um, as well as, you know, some extra stuff that uh, people suggested, uh, including Raven. Uh, so... Yeah, that's where you can catch me. Uh, it's been a great session. We've totally screwed everything up. <laughs> Very entertaining session, that is for sure. Uh, Logar, go ahead. Uh, um, I am Logar the Ogar. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Logar the Ogar, uh, Twitter um, and Instagram. Uh, every Sunday I run a uh, Starfinder show. This Sunday will be Dead Sundays where we run through the Dead Suns campaign. Starfinder is a game about magic and aliens and technology and adventure. And it's very good, and I hope you come watch. I had a great time today. Awesome. Thank you. Johnny? Yeah, uh, I am Johnny Drop over on the Cybernation Uncensored Discord. Uh, I was playing your quirky little nurse handybot, Minsky, tonight. Um, uh, you can find me here every Friday and Saturday. Uh, and if you'd like, you can check out my uh, SoundCloud at Arkson. Awesome. Raven? Hey, Raven. I had the pleasure of playing uh, your hot-blooded Camacho. Uh, I'm a Merc survivor. Uh, you can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuervo. Thank you. Thank you. And Captain Mark? Uh, yeah, Captain Mark87 on the Discord. I'm here for this game every Friday. I'm here for Cyberpunk tomorrow. I play the international man of mystery, Sean Dalton, and I refuse to use a plus two from the chat unless 
it's just going to re-roll something that I think is not going to be very interesting. I'll I'll take a big X if I'm going to get blasted down some stairs. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens next. And uh, you can also find me over on twitch.tv forward slash heroes in theory on Sunday for D&D. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And uh, I've been uh, GM Capricious Nature. Our music today has been provided by uh, Baysafe Records and A Thousand Reasons. Uh, we have supplements over on cybernationuncensored.com. Uh, you can check out all of my Fallout Perchance generators over on Reddit. And I have a link tree provided there as well. Uh, I will see all of you hopefully again tomorrow when we come back with Cyberpunk Goes Nomad. Um, and otherwise, I will see all of you uh, next week uh, for our next episode to see what's going on with that second floor. Um, a quick shout out uh, to our wonderful uh, host. We have Cybernation Uncensored. So big thank you to Rob. And another big shout out as well over to uh, Modifius themselves. Uh, they have been incredibly friendly, incredibly helpful. They've answered questions. They've reached out to me, and they're even uh, posting up our adverts as well over on Instagram. So big thank you and uh, big shout out to Modifius Games. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful rest of your day, your night. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, we will see you back here. Same bat time, same bat channel for Fallout Asia. Bye-bye. I'm going